Welcome, everybody, to episode 149 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Corey. Uh, today's episode is going to be on Watch Dogs. Watch Dogs is kind of an important release for us because it was kind of the first game we were, we were, we were all gaga over, you know, we, after we covered our first E3 because we started this podcast in the late summer of 2011, so we had already missed E3. Uh, this is the first E3. That was, Watch Dogs was announced and, and shown for the first time at the first E3 we kind of covered. So, uh, you know, it was the first, like, super really high-hyped game to cut you know to come out of an e3 that that we all we all loved anyway the first e3 i mean i think we all agreed that that was our our winner of e3 and most looked forward to game of e3 so uh you know kind of an important game even though all of us didn't end up getting it right Corey. that is correct yeah <laughs> so uh yeah that's gonna be our main topic uh teasers does anyone have anything they want to tease for later i played a little bit more wolfenstein okay and that's it, other some, than Watch Dogs. Some Wolfenstein. Mm-hmm. Will, what about you? Uh, nothing. I have not got a chance to play anything but Watch Dogs. Okay. Uh, we should say Will's on uh, joining us via Skype, too. So we have no no webcam because I th- my version of Skype is on a Linux machine. I don't think it's free. F- you know, the, the free video chat is free for Linux, too. So that'll be a, that'll be a, a hurdle we're going to jump over today we're i guess jump. yeah prepared as uh, always that's our uh, <laughs> that's our motto here at the yeah. yeah we had some we i mean that never crossed my mind when when we were figuring it out earlier today but yeah, it's Sorry, no biggie guys it, it's fine uh they you know will wanted to watch the rangers game so that's why that's why he's he's at home watching the rangers and also podcasting so Corey, do you have anything you want to tease um, I played, I had some time to play some games, which was nice, so I guess I'll tease that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I got, I was able to try Steam Family Sharing. Um, oh. So I'll talk about that as well. I'll, I'll talk about it early. Okay. Sounds good. So. That's good. Uh, whose library did you use? No, not the Family Sharing, the streaming. I'm oh, sorry. in-home streaming. In-home streaming, yeah. Okay, gotcha. I miss, I misspoke, I'm sorry. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, the in-home streaming. Have you guys tried it yet? Uh, when it was in beta, I tried it. Okay. Not not since it's been out, I haven't gotten the opportunity. Yeah, I'll talk about it in uh, you know, my week. Okay. Um. So yeah, let's get right into the main segment then. Uh, Watch Dogs, developed by Ubisoft Montreal and published by Ubisoft. Uh, as I said earlier, it was kind of the darling of the 2012 E3, and all of us were very very excited for it. Uh, delayed a few times. Obviously, everyone knows that story. Delayed what? two or three times including one month before it was supposed to come out uh, everyone i think everyone kind of expected it to be delayed because no one had heard any details about it, it was supposed to come out it was a launch title for ps4 yeah and it was about a month uh, and no one had heard anything about it so i think people kind of expected it to be delayed but uh it follows the story of aiden pierce a hacker who after a failed hacking heist gets attacked by his bosses and becomes responsible for the death of his niece uh, Aiden uses Chicago CTOS system, which is the surveillance system responsible for control of everything uh, in the city, like traffic lights, etc. Uh, he uses that to track down and punish those responsible. As far as gameplay goes, if you've played uh, Grand Theft Auto, Saints Row, uh, the third specifically, or two, uh, or Sleeping Dogs, you kind you kind of have an idea of how the games plays. It's, it's it's very similar to that. I don't need to go into an in depth. Uh, dis- dissertation on the mechanics of the game because because it's it's similar even the buttons that you use 
for for actions are are, are pretty similar. Uh, the difference for Watchdogs is the ability to hack into things, and that's that's kind of where the game differentiates itself from from those other titles. When you're walking around, you can bring up your cell phone, which is what what Aiden Pierce uses to hack. Um, when you pull up your phone, nearby hacking targets will pop up on the on the user interface screen, so you can you can target those. Um, gives Aiden the option to control traffic lights, raise and lower bridges, barricades and spike strips, open gates and garage doors, along with a myriad of other things. One of the things I like to do is hack into people's bank accounts and take their money. <laughs> I don't do fun. it too much because money doesn't matter in this game. It doesn't matter that much, <laughs> no. right? But if I find somebody that has a large bank account, I mm-hmm. will. Or if I don't like what their profession is. Oh, okay, then you'll take their money. Yeah, out of spite. <laughs> yeah, and one of the cool things is all the NPCs, you know, you random people in the street, when you, like, kind of go over, target them with your phone, uh, their a little information will pop up on them with their, their name, uh, something about them, some random fact, usually their job and then their their salary, too, yeah. uh, which is, which is kind of neat. I mean, some of the people do really interesting things. Some have really bad things that pop up about them. You're just like, oh, man. Wouldn't want to be that person and have everyone find out that information. So, yeah, uh, we'll start talking about the single-player experience. We'll get into the multiplayer a little bit later. Um, obviously, there's a campaign. Uh, obviously, like any other game like this, you know, you drive to your your location. Um, there's tons of side stuff to do, which if you played Far Cry or Assassin's Creed, you get the idea of what the side stuff is kind of all about. There's there's card games and chess, and uh, as well as like side missions that you can do. There is towers also. If you've played Assassin's Creed or Far Cry, there's a, there's a similar type of thing in, in Watch Dogs. Uh, it, it's you hack into CTOS towers, which reveals all the, all the kind of side stuff that's in a given area. So uh, no different there from, from Assassin's Creed or Far Cry. Uh, let's see. CTOS, yeah. There's the some of the side stuff. There's fixer missions, which you're supposed to distract the police for a bit in a vehicle, which is fun. Uh, privacy invasion, which is my favorite one. I haven't you, done that. one. Oh, those are fun. Uh, you kind of from the outside, you you know, you got there's the puzzle, the hacking puzzle type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you go into someone's house and see like what's going on in the house. In a camera. It, on a on a camera, like a webcam or a cell phone cam or. Ooh. Uh, yeah, and there's there's some pretty crazy stuff that that's happened oh, yeah? uh, from from those. It's it's oh, really really kind of cool. Nice. Um, it's my favorite of the side things to do because just because it, uh, it it's poignant, I guess you could say, with with the, some of the stuff that's been going on in in the real world. You oh. know, it's 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 it makes you <laughs> makes you wonder. Yeah. Um. There's uh, yeah, and and then there's some alternate reality stuff too. So, uh, Eric, how do you feel about the single single player stuff um, stuff in the game? I like this single player. I think I listened to Giant Bomb talk about the game, mm-hmm. and I think it kind of helps me put things into perspective a little bit when I listen to other people talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, after my first sit down with it, I probably played it for about four hours the first time I played it. I really, really liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, the single player story, a lot of people think Aiden Pierce and Giant Bomb wasn't the only one to say this, but a lot of people think he just doesn't have any personality. Yeah. And I can kind of see that, but I think it's just kind of how he is because of what happened. Yeah. And he's I, walled himself off. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. He's just, yeah. He, he just wants to put up a barrier between him and everybody else. And yeah. he's just kind of, he's a vigilante to the truest form. Yeah. He's pretty violent yeah. when he has to be. And a lot, he does a lot of times. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, <laughs> this is kind of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not a, 
good thing to think about, but what I thought about with this, because I was preparing arguments, figuring that Will and Corey would probably argue with me about uh-huh. this, but um, just think about, for Will and Corey, if you were driving a car and you happened to kill one of Dan's kids while yeah. you were driving it. Yeah. It probably wouldn't sit too well with no, it. No, absolutely what, is not. Is that what happens in this game? Yeah, God, very no. very early on. Oh. Um, be, because the, the people who who Aiden was working for, because uh, he's kind of responsible for the botching of the, the hacking attempt or like at the beginning of the game during the opening cinematic, and, and they, they put a hit out on him. Right. And the, 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 he's driving in a car with, it, with his niece and his nephew, uh, and his niece ends up and, and his niece ends up getting getting killed in the in the wreck. So, you know, and and that would probably fuck you up pretty bad. Oh yeah, definitely. you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. So you can kind of see why he's closed off. Maybe he doesn't have a lot of personality, but I think that that kind of adds a little bit to it for me. He's he's. He's mysterious. Yeah, that's exactly what I was gonna say. Yeah, he's mysterious. Um, I actually really enjoyed when he. Went back to his sister's house the first time. Yeah, I thought that was great. Yeah, I really like that scene too. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of into the story, and I like that it wasn't one of his kids. Yeah, I thought that was kind of different. Yeah, that well, that, that that that's played out a little bit, you know that that, yeah. but it, it is a little bit different because they're not his kids. They're, right, they're his sister, and they they seem to be close. Yep. Um. So yeah, that does it, it is a different dynamic than what you usually see in that type of. Because there hasn't really been any mention of parents, right? His parents? No, no. So it seems like she's really the only family he has. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like, like you said, he's really close with her and, and the niece and the nephew. And he, he killed one of them, basically. Yeah. So I kind of like the story uh, so far. Um, something I've heard talked about with, with the single player is that a lot of times with games like this, and I noticed this in the middle of Grand Theft Auto, too. The beginning, I was really into the story. Through the middle, they kind of have you doing missions that you're just like, all right, I'll do them because it's a single player campaign. But it, I kind of forgot why I'm doing them, right? Because busy it's work? just, yeah, it's just kind of busy work to add to the game, and it just becomes all cluttered into this one big clusterfuck that hopefully gets tied up at the end. Mm-hmm. But if it doesn't, that's kind of shitty, right? Right. But no, up to this point, I. Told you guys know this. I was trying my damnedest to beat the first act before I came here, which is nine missions, and I, I ended up doing it. The last mission nice. was a bitch, and took me probably a good thirty forty five minutes to beat because wow. I kept dying. Yeah. Um. Because the end of it, there's there's different parts to the last mission, and the end of it, there's like three or four separate parts to it, and if you die, you have to go back to the to the first part of it. And yeah. I just kept dying, but uh, no, I really like it. Um, as far as the story goes, a single player campaign. I do feel like it's probably going to come a little loose here pretty soon. Okay. Um, you know, as far as what you're doing, it's not going to hold that him wanting to avenge his his niece's death. It's, it's going to go gonna in a different direction. You think? I don't know if it's going to go in any direction. Oh, okay, it's just going to be. You know what I mean? It's going to be you being a vigilante and yeah. just doing what these people tell you to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but right now, I have enjoyed the single player. Okay. How do you feel about the... Uh, well, actually, Will, what, what's your uh, take on the story first? On the story? Yeah. I actually really like the story. Okay. Everything Eric pretty much just said is how I feel. Uh, like, I read on Giant Bomb, as you guys said, that Aiden Pierce really didn't have a personality, but exactly what you guys said is my was my thought on you know him as a character. Right, I mean, Will, know, his, think about if you were driving a car and you killed Max. Oh, my God. Well, I mean... I wouldn't talk to anybody ever again. <laughs> right. 
before we get too morbid here, let me let me ask you a question about uh, no personality. Is it no personality like Connor is in AC3? I didn't play much of AC3, so I don't know. I blocked yeah, that. He was, he was pretty dry. Like, he had something, he had some things that went on in his past, but, you know, that was all that defined him. Is it, is it that kind of thing? Yeah, a little bit. I th- I don't think it's as bad because I think I think you're right. I think uh Aiden kind of keeps keeps everything close to the close to the vest, you know. He keeps keeps everything inside. He doesn't uh I don't know. He he he's kind of defined by his violent actions and stuff, you know. Like Yeah. I don't know. It, it it seems like there's more there that that's not surface, you know. It's it's deeper. Mm-hmm. Um but 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 it's a little a little harder to read because it's it's a it's a video game character, not like an actual person, right. you know. Yeah. To yeah, I, I just think he fits the mood right. of the game and what's happened to him. Mm-hmm. Personally. Yeah, because it seems like there had been trouble in his past, and he had gotten in trouble for hacking or whatever uh, various times. I haven't I've only done the first like maybe three or four missions uh, in the single player, but yeah, I, I have the same opinion. Now he's 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 fine. Yeah, he, not not a not a great main character, but he 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 exactly like you said, he fits the fits the game and stuff. So and think about like what he does. He's a hacker. Those kind of people aren't out there like making <laughs> themselves known exactly. Right. Hey, look at me. <laughs> yeah, they may have a personality, but it's not one that's like uh, fucking jumping around. Say, yeah, like Dan saying, drawing attention to themselves. They don't want. They want the opposite. Yeah, of that. and yeah. I feel like that's what Aiden is. Yeah. Yep. Uh, can we talk about the name Aiden? I kind of have a problem with his name being Aiden. Yeah, I hate that name. Do you, do, I, I, I just think of a, an 11-year-old kid being dropped off at soccer practice because by his mom. Because every kid is named Aiden? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I, I don't see an adult, especially one <laughs> yeah. with, with that that's that's like Aiden Pierce being named Aiden. I just I, I don't see that. Yeah. I see, you're, you know, you're right. I see some suburban uh, you know, soccer-playing kid yeah. being named I, Aiden. No, I agree with you. I hadn't thought about that. I I, I feel like it bothered me, but in the back of my head. Yeah, yeah. I don't like his name at all. It's not, Aiden it's and Caden not only is one of the most popular first names, it's also one of the least liked first names. I could see that. I, I'm not a fan of either one of them as a, as I, a first name. That was, I forget where I read that, but it was a statistic from some poll or something. And, and he's in his late 30s. There it's, wasn't many people named Aiden in, no. you know, 40 years ago almost. It's like uh, how every wrestler in elementary school is named Dylan. Dylan, yeah. No. It's almost like, and I've thought a lot about this. Your name kind of, kind of, uh, it doesn't define you, but maybe you kind of fit the the uh, shoes of your name. You know, believe me, Dan. These names, as a as a washed up writer, <laughs> these names are all chosen for a reason, right? So why do you think Ubisoft went with Aiden? I don't know because it's a popular name nowadays. Maybe. maybe. Maybe maybe the, it's the, trying to appeal to like an everyman kind of thing. I don't know. Huh. Yeah, there was a. This is off topic, but it, it's related to names in a way. There was a study done by I think it was like Oxford University in England, and they they took a poll of the the names and your likelihood of your name being you know, of being accepted into the University of Oxford. Uh, and and popular. I think I only saw the female ones. Uh, the most popular female name that that got into Oxford was Eleanor. Or not Eleanor. Yeah, it was Eleanor. Um, and then the least, the least likely, someone who was least likely to get in is like, a, I think Jennifer was was really low. Um, some 
another uh, like Stacey. maybe maybe uh, Stacy might have been one of them. Sarah might have been one of them, but you know it's it's Brittany. I think Brittany was on there. Yes. Those uh, are all but, names from our generation. It, it was interesting to to see that. But anyway, that's that's tangential. That's our Eden. Thought. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, that that just bugged me a little bit about yeah, the game. Sure. Uh, controls. I, I can say uh, from my experience, I'm not a big fan of the controls in Watch Dogs. I don't think it controls very well, especially driving. Uh, I actually it made me pine for the Saints Row series, and I actually played Saints Row for a few minutes today just to kind of compare and contrast controls. Uh, and the controls in Saints Row are vastly superior to to Watch Dogs. I just feel like it it doesn't even feel floaty. It just feel the controls to me feel soggy, if that makes sense. Um, aiming in particular when when you're you know shooting people, and I have to start using the focus ability. I haven't used that that much. I don't much, use but it much either. Yeah, I, I keep forgetting, but it doesn't it doesn't control well as like a shooter. Um, it it's got the third person perspective like all the other ones, but it doesn't it doesn't for me like aim as nicely or like in Saints Row you it feels like the controls like like your like your character is an extension of your body and for for in in Watch Dogs it feels like there's like a barrier in between there. Um, the only thing vehicle I actually found that I was good at driving and and controlled well was the motorcycles. Mm. I I didn't feel like any of the cars controlled that well. It's almost like they overcorrected every time you steer, especially when you're going really fast. Which you just prob- can't go really probably fast. Make, it probably makes sense. Uh, but I think, and I don't know if this is why they did this, but definitely a lot harder to escape from police my god and i think that they made it so you couldn't just drive fast and Mm -hmm. get away because they wanted you to use the hacking yeah with everything that's around the city it's brutal trying to get away from the cops it is let me tell you wait till you get to that last mission i don't even want to think about it i did i was pretty clever how i did it i don't know if you want me to talk about it because i could yeah it it. just kind of turned into a, a helicopter was chasing me um but you're on a roof and you, you have to fight a bunch of police, and a helicopter's hovering above you, and eventually that helicopter starts shooting at you. Well, it just follows you everywhere you go. So I got in a car, I noticed there was a jump in the corner on the top of the roof, so I got in the car, jumped off the roof, which then landed me on the train tracks. I was like, oh, perfect, I'm going to stop the train, and get on the train, and it's just going to take me. Well, I get in the train, and the helicopter keeps following me. And I'm like, it's just going to keep following me, I couldn't get away from it. Well, we went through a tunnel, so uh-huh. I stopped the train in the tunnel, and I had to do that three times because it would restart, and finally the helicopter left me alone, and I beat the mission. But Nice. Yeah, it worked out pretty nice. Yeah. But that was the first time I'd even come near a train. Oh, okay. So. Yeah, I haven't, I've, I've run across train tracks and stuff, but I haven't, I haven't dealt with the train at all. Yeah. It was, the the it L train. Good. good timing for that thing to come swinging by on me. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but, uh, Will, what, what's your opinion of the, of the controls? Um, it's pretty much like every other uh, Ubisoft game, kind of crappy, but I didn't have a <laughs> yeah. problem with most of it. The biggest complaints I had was with driving, as you guys said, and uh, cover mechanic. I had a really hard time getting used to the cover. Really? Uh, I'm used to playing games like Deus Ex and Mass Effect where it's really good, but in this one I had a really hard time like going around corners, and like I would try to leave cover to run, and like I would just not... I just had issues with that, but other than that, like shooting, I haven't done a real lot of it, but hasn't been. I didn't notice it being too bad. Yeah, I would say the shooting is pretty average. Yeah, I thought okay. the cover worked really well for me. I, I didn't did have you? any problems with it. 
I haven't really done it. I know you you go up close to something and and then push A. You just push X. Yeah. Which well, X, X for PS4? X for PS4. Yeah. Um, you don't even have to be that close, actually. Yeah. And I like how you can aim the cursor at, at a, something else that you want to get behind and just say X again, and your guy just runs right to it. Or if you're on a corner of something, if you hold the cursor over around the corner and hit X, he just switches and goes mm-hmm. around the corner. Um, so you don't actually have to take yourself away from the cover and then to go get around and, the corner. You yeah. know what I mean? You can just hit X and he does it automatically. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the, the shooting is pretty average. Yeah. Saints Row is a lot better. I think it's good enough, though. Serviceable. Yeah, I think it's probably a little better than GTA. Yeah. Um, yes, it is. I agree with that. Yeah. I mean, you're going to get those comparisons, obviously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, ke- I, kept, I kept thinking of Saints Row. When yeah. I was playing this, and it, it, I mean, it's really not a fair comparison because the Saints Row the Third is one of my top games of all time. It definitely compares better to GTA. Okay, then you didn't play GTA. No, I I played four. I haven't played five. I'm the only one that played both extensively. Right, I think. Um, yeah, uh, I, I think the control has been fine. Really, I, even the car stuff, I don't really mind. Okay, uh, I think it's just the way they wanted you to drive it, and yeah. I'm fine with that. Um, yeah. I'd rather use the hacks anyway than just try to drive away. It is more fun. I, I found myself, especially because there's there's also one of the nice things is there's different ways you can approach missions. Uh, you can you can go in guns blazing, or you can uh, you know you can. It's hard to do that though. It is. I I, I I found myself doing a lot more sneaking, which I'm generally not a fan of, but. The the hacking actually adds a whole other layer to that. You know, it's not just sneaking and trying to avoid people. And, uh, you know, you can use the environment to your advantage. You can, you know, use cameras to look around and tag all the bad guys. And... I will say about that, it's pretty obvious what you're supposed to do. Yeah. I wish it was a little bit more right. you had to think about yeah. how you want to use the cameras. But it's pretty obvious what you're supposed to do with this stuff. But each, like, uh, if you invade a gang hideout, for instance... I like how the areas are set up with plenty of things for you to cover. Yeah. Like you said, there's plenty of ways you could go to the right and take that cover or take a lift up or just explode something as they walk by it. Yep. You know, there's a lot of different ways that you can attack stuff, and that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, one of the CTOS bases that I, I ended up hacking uh, had a lot of options of where you could go. And, you know, I ended up yeah. dropping, like, a huge crate on a couple dudes that were just standing there and killing nice. them and then uh, sneaking out, you know, and using the cameras in a way to to get to the the thing I needed to ha- the specific thing I needed yeah. to hack, uh, which was cool. And then I just pieced out. I didn't, you know, I barely killed anybody. I killed just two dudes. Yeah. It's uh, a good feeling awesome. when you get away with that. Yeah, exactly. You know, you don't have a bunch of people chasing you and you didn't have to kill everyone in the entire area. There was one mission that I did towards the end uh, of the first act that I was surrounded by people. I don't know if I could have killed all of them, um, yeah. but I ended up getting, getting to a point where I was able to sneak out and I was okay. like that was pretty sweet. Yeah. You know, just yep. got out, jumped into a boat and took off. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh let's talk about graphics. How how did everyone feel about the graphics, Eric? What pretty you... average. Yeah. Um I didn't think they were great. I played on PC. Will, you had PS4 too? Yeah, PS4. Uh what what did you think of the graphics? Uh not bad. I mean average, I'd say. Yeah. I think everything at this point is going to be good. Yeah. This yeah. is just like it's good graphics. It's not, yeah. Like, like Giant Bomb put it, um, it doesn't scream next gen as far no. as graphics go. No, it, definitely it not. It feels like it could have been done previous. Oh yeah, I, I think so. Definitely late, late uh, last gen. Well, I mean, look at Last of Us and Halo Four. Yeah, look at the graphics on those games. Yeah, which are still good. Right. 
Yeah, I played on PC. Um, I have uh, I have an NVIDIA card, and the the game was supposed to be uh, heavily geared towards NVIDIA cards. Everything was supposed to work like a charm, and uh, it didn't. It it, it was it we was all that goes. <laughs> it was a pain. <laughs> like, and I use a GeForce Experience program, which is the one that's supposed to tailor all the graphic settings to your exact card. Uh, and that didn't. That took a couple days. It, it the game came out on Tuesday, uh, or Watch Dogs came out on Tuesday, and and it was just today when I could actually you know have all the settings set for me where I, where they were uh you know maxed out for my card but there's still uh there's there's the v-sync is is what seems to be causing the problem if you turn the v-sync off that's what syncs your refresh rate uh with the frames per second on your monitor so it usually like lock it at 60 frames per second mm-hmm. um if you turn that off you get excessive screen tearing which is uh makes my eyeballs bleed and looks awful um, if you have it on, you get micro stutters. So the, the, the PC version is not optimized very well at all. And it, it really pisses me off because yeah. they were supposed to have really worked closely with NVIDIA to get everything working. And then everyone seems to be having the problems. Even people with like GTX 780 TIs are still having the micro stuttering problems and stuff. So it's just, it's a poorly optimized PC port, but uh, for the most part, it's, it's been okay. Um, I still, like I, I I don't like the micro stutter, um, but it, it's it's playable with it. I wouldn't have been able to play it if it had just been all the screen tearing. Um, that's really painful to watch. But micro stutters I can deal with until they. Uh, I don't know if Nvidia needs to update or if Watch Dogs need needs to patch the game to. I think Watch Dogs needs to patch. <laughs> probably uh, to make it to make it run a little bit better. But it's okay. I'll be interested to see is. Uh, Mnell's in the... He is. He mic- said he's having the same issues. Okay, because we have the exact same graphics card. Exact same graphics card. So it's... Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, it looks it looks good. Um, not great. Not super yeah. Not super next-gen. And that there's actually been quite a few comparison videos showing the E3 video from two years ago, how amazing that looked in the actual game. Uh, <laughs> they overshot it a touch. Oh, yeah. Well, they way overshot it. Um, but... It's it's interesting to see. So it looks good enough, though. Yeah. I don't. I, I, yeah. I'm, and like I said a million times, I'm not huge on graphics yeah. anyway. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's 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 good, not great. Uh. Which is, which seems to be the the general gist of Watch Dogs. Yeah. Good, not great. Uh. The city of Chicago. It's pretty big. I was actually surprised at how big it was. I was looking at the map and I figured it would be about Saints Row size, but it's not. It's quite a bit bigger. I don't think it's quite as big as uh, Grand Theft Auto Five, but. I like the varied terrain too. Like there's the downtown yeah. city and then kind of the slums section of the city. And then there's, there's even like a suburban area, uh, and it's called and, Pawnee and ru- yeah, rural area, which is, which is kind of cool. Uh, Pawnee, nice. Indiana. It, well, it is called Pawnee Corey. And that's actually where they were driving to. I believe when the niece gets killed Pawnee, huh? I think so. From uh, parks and rec. Yep. <laughs> okay. Uh, so there's that. You want to talk about multiplayer? Well, we can try, Dan, but can... I'll be damned if I could play anything. Oh, you haven't been able to do any multiplayer yet? All I've been able to do was get invaded twice. Okay. And that's it. Okay. Every time I've searched for somebody to invade, there's it says there's nobody available. The Yeah, the, the servers at this point suck, and yeah, Ubisoft yeah. really has to do something to fix that because it's, it's brutal. I've, I've done quite a bit of multiplayer. Oh, you have? Uh, yeah. I, actually, uh, quite a bit. Ubisoft uh, promised, they promised a seamless multiplayer. I don't think it's seamless um, unless you get invaded by someone. Then you're just playing the game. That is so pretty seamless. Then, yeah. then it is seamless because someone just <laughs> appears in your world. Uh, otherwise, like if you're if you're searching out or if you're going to someone else's world, there, there's menus and stuff that you have to you have to do to enter. Um, 
Well, what do you think about being invaded? Have you have had that happen? Once. Okay, and I had it, it twice. I was trying to escape from the cops. Oh, and that's it, a son of a And bitch. I was like, damn it, because I was, you know, I had been on the chase for like 15 minutes. I, yeah. was, I was trying to get away. Yeah, and he means 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I didn't even feel like I was really close. Yeah. And I was just going to let him go and just drive away but yeah. i was like i can't, can't. Give, i nope. can't give him the satisfaction i have to go back and find this bastard Son of a bitch. because the, the way it works and the one i've done the most of is, is called hacking so what happens is is either you like we'll say uh, this guy he comes into my world uh he finds me and hacks me and installs a backdoor into my phone and that gets you prestige and stuff which is like the online version of experience you get you get new you know new abilities you or could, no, i think you can unlock not- a car notoriety is what it's called yeah and i th- i think there's ways through that to unlock weapons and yep. cars and stuff like yep. that yeah Th- there's a there's a whole separate skill tree for just online stuff it's yeah. it's the purple experience i guess right. you could say um so so they they try to hack you and then the, the whole while you're trying to find them because they're they're like incognito uh they just look like a normal citizen so you have to you have to try to pay close enough attention to all the people that are in this area to figure out who's acting weird uh so you can shoot them and kill them it's um, kind of a pain in the ass and, and you know they they they, they hide uh so I, I went i went back to chase him down i i, I don't even know he got in a car and started driving. I don't know if he didn't know what he was doing yet or I wouldn't have found him, but he's like towards the end of the, like, I think the hacking was like 85% maybe that, yeah. that he had completed and he got in a car and took off. And the further it goes, the smaller, the search area gets for you to yep. try and help you find the person. Yeah. Which is uh, stressful, <laughs> but, but it's also cool. Um, yeah, he got in a car and took off, so he didn't complete the hacking and then I started chasing him, but the, the, I had too many cops after me. I couldn't get him and he got away. Which pissed me off. I had a pretty sweet experience. That was actually. the only time I got hacked. The first time was, was pretty uneventful. I ended up killing the guy, but nothing really cool happened. But the second time I got invaded, um, I couldn't find the bastard anywhere. And then I remembered that you can hack into people's uh, phones while they're in a car. Mm-hmm. So I look in this car, and there's a guy sitting there, and it was him. So I think he didn't really know what he was doing. Okay. So I just went over. I walked over to the car, pulled him out. Shot him in the head. Nice. And, like, he didn't even move. I just feel like he didn't know what the hell he was doing, and it was just funny. I was like, oh, there's that. The one <laughs> hacking attempt that I had uh, that, that I that I was successful, I got 100%, was that very thing. Because uh, I, I went into – also, I should say, when, when you're playing the game, like, it'll give you multiplayer missions. They'll pop up on the yeah. right-hand side of the screen. And I think you press down on the D-pad yep. to, to accept. And you can – I've tried to accept, like, all of them. Whenever whenever one pops up, I, I try to accept it just to experience all the different facets of the multiplayer. I, I did one where I was hacking somebody. And, uh, yeah, you know, they, I, I saw them, like, off in the distance. So I peeked my head over these stairs and, and, and set up the hacking. And then I, <laughs> I hit amongst a group of people. And they ran by, like, three or four times. And then the thing got smaller, was like you said. Was it stressing you out? It was very, by? very stressful. I was very nervous. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, because of the, I had had very little success the yeah. previous attempts. Well, the, the thing started getting smaller. So I had to kind of move, like, towards the road. And there wasn't as many people. I'm like, I'm going to get seen. So I did that exact same thing. I, cl- I climbed in the car. I and, love and how hid, you can hide in cars. And hid in the car. That was a great addition that yes, all games should have from now on like this. Yep. If you get in a car and stop the car and just hit circle, it shuts the engine off and your guy slouches down in the mm-hmm. seat. And that, it's great. That's what I did. And they yeah. ran by four or five times right by the car and didn't see me. And I got 100% oh, and, that's and, awesome. and, and did the mission. But it was stressful because I, you know, there was like nobody in that little yeah. circle that I don't know how you they didn't check the You don't think to look car. in the cars no. either. 
I would have never done it. Yeah. Uh, unless you just go on a rampage and just try to blow everything up. But right. Th- then, <laughs> then the cops come after you and right. they're a bastard to get rid of. So that was my one successful hacking. So attempt. do you like multiplayer overall? I do. Yeah. I do. I've I've done some of the mobile ones. Uh, did you get the mobile one working on the t- on the tablet I or phone? I couldn't have been so more pissed off last night. Okay. I wanted it to work so bad. Yeah. I added you and Will and a couple other people to my list. Um, and I kept searching for you after you texted me mm-hmm. that you were on and you just it just didn't say that you were on. Um, and then you texted me again and told me that you thought you had signed in. Yeah. And I saw your guy like running around my map on my phone, which looks really cool, by the way. Yeah, it does. And when it works, I think it's going to be awesome. Um, but I saw your guy running around on the map, but it said he was unavailable. So I was like, all right. So I just kept watching it. I might have been doing a mission. That's what I thought. I was like, and I like how it does that. If you're doing something, you can't yeah. screw with them. But right. if you're just kind of running around or driving around, then you can. So all of a sudden it said you were available. So I click on it and you disappeared. Huh. So. I wonder if I went offline again. I don't know. Because it's, it's had, you, you, play has had issues with, with that. So, Will, have you had any experience with multiplayer? I have not, but, you know, the way you guys are talking about it, it sounds pretty awesome. It is pretty fun. I, I like I, it. I like it. It's, it's not going to keep me playing Watch Dogs for a while, but right. it's, it's a fun distraction. Um, I did, I did do the mobile mission. And when, when you do it on mobile, you actually are, are playing with someone in the game. You control a helicopter yeah. that flies around and, and you kind of get points if you, if you stay in the vicinity of the, of the person in the car. Um, and you, your goal is to stop them before they, they touch these 13 different, uh, waypoints, you know, filtered throughout the city. Uh, and you can call on cop cars, you can, you know, change traffic lights and all that stuff, but you have to, you have to stop them either, either by running the time limit out or, or killing them. Uh, you have to stop them from from hitting the. 13, you have a sharpshooter in your helicopter. Right? There's a sharpshooter in your helicopter, so uh, that helps. It was fun. It was a little bit laggy. Like I would be following along the guy in the car, uh, and all of a sudden the car would jump ahead uh, like like five blocks, and I'm way behind. And the helicopter is kind of slow. Um, so, so they and, were actually hacking. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> and that has its own set of skills, right? Yep. The yeah. mobile app does. Yeah, which is cool. And you don't even need to have watchdogs to play on the mobile app. So, Oh, really? Or, I would have loved to have played on the mobile app if go, it worked. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I, and I would have had I, a blast I finally on it. got to work last night after it came out on Tuesday. It took me two whole days before I could even, even log in. I've even tried to get into quick games, and I can't. Yeah. Just, I don't know if it won't find anybody or what the deal is, yeah. but it's a pain in my ass. They definitely have to work yeah. on that because it, it could be a lot better. It could be awesome. I think I'd have a blast. Like yeah. If I saw Will was online, yeah. just get in there and screw around with it. <laughs> exactly. That'd be awesome. Um, so, yeah, that's that's kind of the multiplayer. The, the The main issue I have is is it takes a long time to set up the multiplayer things. Like if you actually go in to, to, to hack somebody, um, it takes two to five minutes probably to find a match and then to get you yeah. in. Uh, which is too long because you can't do anything while you're waiting. You just have to right. w- walk around. Exactly. And I, so. I had that same issue because, like, I was like, oh, maybe I'll go do, like, a gang hideout or something like that. But they all, like, disappear from your map yep. and you don't know where any of them are and you yeah. can't go do them. And it, you just kind of wander around with your thumb up your ass. Yep. But... I just walk around and hack people's bank accounts. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I do when I'm when I'm waiting. <laughs> Uh, and another cool thing, I don't know how exactly this works, but if if someone has wronged you, like I, I got a chance at, for retaliation against someone who killed me when I was trying to hack them. Oh. I got to go into their world and try and hack them too. And I don't know if it does it automatically or or I didn't. I don't think I chose to retaliate against this person, huh. but 
Um, I think they ended up getting the best of me again the second time, but that's interesting. Or no, no. Uh, when I when I went in to retaliate, they had either stopped playing or you know we're we're doing another multiplayer. I didn't actually get to go through with the retaliation. Okay. It was it was the the guy who got away from me when when he invaded ah. me and tried to hack me. Okay. So. Yeah, that's that's the multiplayer. Um, it's good. It's fun. Like I said, it's not. Uh, it's not what they. It's not seamless. Yeah, it's not seamless, and it's not as as. Um, well, that that ground that revolutionary multiplayer, that multiplayer reveal trail at E three made it look really awesome. Yeah, you remember it, that? Yeah, I do. It's okay. The it's whole E three thing made it look awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, do we want to get into some thoughts here? Overall thoughts sure. on Watch Dogs, Eric. Why don't you go first? Um, I like Watch Dogs. I think most of the reviews have been pretty on that I've seen. I'd probably give it around an 8. Good, not great. While they haven't delivered on a lot of stuff they promised, it is still a good game Uh overall. I'm enjoying it. I'll I'll probably play it until I beat it. Probably will trade it in shortly thereafter, Uh like I did with Grand Theft Auto. I I think it compares a lot with Grand Theft Auto. It's the same kind of game. It's just a darker story and... um, doesn't have that humor like Grand Theft Auto did. Yeah, it and, is more serious. And it has hacking, which is fun, Yeah, I think. Um, I like the way the levels are set up. Um, I'm enjoying the star- story thus far, like I said. Yeah, I, I would recommend it. I think it's definitely worth 60 bucks. You get mm-hmm. a lot of playtime out of it for sure. If you do all the side stuff, you're going to spend a lot of time playing yeah. it because there is a ton of stuff. And I think some of the stuff is random, too. Oh, we didn't even talk about... A lot of the side stuff. Yeah. Did you do any of the digital trips? I did the the spider one because you, you like told me it? to do. I did. I did like it. Spider it tank. reminded me of Mayhem mode in Saints Row. Exactly. When I I actually didn't play it. I watched somebody play it on mm-hmm. a stream, and it's called Spider Tank. A digital trip is basically you go find this guy. It's kind of it's supposed to be like a druggie. Yeah. Giving you drugs in like an alleyway, but it's just like a chip you put in your ear, and it basically makes you trip out and just pass out in the alleyway and go into this like state of mind where you're just fucked up mm-hmm. and you can pick from these different games to play and spider tank is one of them not only does that sound awesome but it is awesome you're <laughs> yeah. like this big robotic spider and you can like climb up buildings and jump to different buildings and there will be goals like kill 12 cops destroy six cars stuff mm-hmm. like that um but that one's cool. I did another one. I can't remember what it was called, but you just are like flying through the air, bouncing on flowers. Oh, <laughs> and just, nice. they're all kind of like stonery yeah, games, I from what I that. can tell. Did you do any of the AR phone games? No, I, I haven't tried either. any of that stuff. I haven't either, but they look kind of cool. Yeah, I kept getting like I, I like you wanted to play a lot of the single player store, but I kept getting distracted by all the side stuff. I was at first, like like the side crimes. Anytime I would see a crime happening, I would chase down the criminal and beat. I've been doing the the uh, gang hideouts. Okay, yeah. I really like doing those. Yeah, that's fun. Uh, and then the uh, the the. Home invasions ones. I, I anytime I see one of those, yeah, I go I haven't right even to it. Touch those. I'll, it's, that's it's a cool. little eye icon, right? Yep. Okay. Yep. Those I'll are really cool. Definitely have to try that out. What, no, I, I like it. Yeah. What about you, Will? What are your thoughts? Um, I actually really like it so far. I haven't played a too much of it. Maybe like two hours or so. But so far, from what I've played, I uh, pretty much enjoy it. The thing that made me really like it is the opening mission. It kind of got me hooked. I thought it was so cool going through the stadium and calling in a blackout to try and escape that, that was, was awesome that cops. was pretty cool that got me hooked uh and you know as you guys said about the cops how it's a pain to uh get away from them and i had a hard time on the first part trying to escape from them but what i did is i called a uh, hack on a stoplight 
and caused a uh, pileup, and the cops got into the pileup, and I was able to drive off and get away, and I was like, that is so cool. Yeah. Have you guys so, unlocked the steam pipe hack yeah, yet? Yeah. That is nope, nice. When that works out, yeah. it opens like a sinkhole in the road almost. <laughs> it's pretty sweet. Yeah. But yeah, so far I, uh, I'm i enjoying it. Who knows when I get, I don't know, 10 hours into it if I still like it a lot, but right. so far I'm enjoying it. Well, let me ask you, what was it about this you like more than Grand Theft Auto? I like the story a lot more. I think GTA, I don't know, I got really annoyed with GTA's dialogue. I thought it was too much. I know that's what they do and that's their thing, but... I actually I saw know, that I somewhere else. I saw that somewhere else that someone complaining about uh, Grand Theft Auto's, you know, f word every other word just to seem edgy. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that, that a few that other places. Me. I said that, but I mean, you can take that for what it's worth. I get annoyed hearing that every fifteen seconds. Yeah. Um. And I like the hacking, and I like the darker story too. I'm more into that. And as I said, you know, I like GTA a little bit more when I started with it, so maybe I'll cool off on it. But so far, Watch Dogs, I've enjoyed playing. Okay. Very nice. Uh, yeah, I'm also in the good, not great camp. Uh, controls, I think this is the type of game, the second one's going to be quite a bit better than this one. That's what Giant Bomb said, yeah, too. Def- I, you definitely get that feel, because there, there's the, the it's beginnings. has been a lot of those lately. There's the beginnings <laughs> of an awesome game there. Uh, I just think they need to work on a few things. Ubisoft, I, they need to work on the controls for their games, I think. Yeah. Um, that's that's one of the things. But yeah, it's it's good, not great. Um, like Eric, I'll probably play it and, and beat it, and then I, you know, maybe come back to it later on. I'm hoping they get the graphics patches all all set because the the stuttery frame rate really annoys me. Um, I, I you know I got a good graphics card; it should be fine. Um, so that's, I did that is look at annoying. some of the season pass stuff just to see if I would be interested in it. I I don't know. I think, like I said, I'm going to play it, beat it, and be done with it. I'm yep. not going to do it to 100. percent Yeah. Not play anything. I don't stretch. think I will either. I think that's too much of a. Uh, too big of a time frame there's too much stuff yeah, there to do definitely uh, to 100 percent it but i you know i'll try to experience like one or two of everything just to get a good feel for what watchdogs is is like you know yeah. what, everything it has to offer sure. but yeah so far good not great i think eric's right on and i think most of the reviews are right on about an eight out of ten yep. is probably a good score um i had some times in it that i was like man this game's awesome but i had some times i'm like man this game sucks I there's so. been, I w- I didn't have any times where I thought it sucked. There were times when I was just like, ah, I'm getting a little bit bored. Yeah. But then, like you said, there were times where I was like, ah, it was pretty fucking sweet where yeah. it just happened there. Yeah. I, I stumbled across, I tweeted a picture today, I stumbled across Aisha Tyler. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In a building. She's she's kind of the Ubisoft like celebrity spokesperson almost. Yeah, so that was kind of cool. I was like, yeah. hey, wait a minute. Yeah. That is cool. And then I tweeted another picture. Uh, it's fun just seeing what it says, the brief caption of what, what's going on with the person uh-huh. you're hacking. What did it say? Uh, the, the guy was banned from Canada. <laughs> he was driving like a U-Haul truck or something and said yeah. he was banned from Canada. And I tweeted, what stay, what happens in Canada stays in Canada. <laughs> nice. What do you think he was up to up there? I don't know. Some crazy I thought shit. Canada was kind of lawless. Yeah. Not for this guy. He's crazy. Hmm. That's cool. But yeah, I like it. I yeah. really do. I think it's fun. I like it too. And I've heard, not just from you guys, but general consensus from everybody I've talked to that has played it, I haven't heard anybody say they didn't like it. Right. Nobody's in love with it, but everybody likes it. Yeah. Yep. It's a good It's a good first entry in a, in a new Absolutely. series. Absolutely, yeah. I think, I think it's a great building block. 
So, Corey, any any thoughts, questions, comments? All right. So, I, sorry, Lundquist just made an ungodly save, and I'm like freaking out a little bit over here. <laughs> nice. um, <laughs> but what I wanted to ask is. To me, this this kind of sounds like one of those games that everybody likes but will forget about in like a month or two. Yeah, definitely. Um, oh yeah. So I guess my question is: It sounds like what separates this game from all the other games like it in terms of gameplay, at least, is the hacking. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah. So hacking explain, and darker story. I'd explain say. to me a little bit about how that works, because all I all I understand is that you can hack things. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just an, it's almost like the Saints Row superpowers, kind of, except it, it's controlled by your phone. It's, it's, you know, justified a little bit. Like, like, you know, the, the things you can do, uh, you can use to, you know, aid yourself or, you know, do bad or do good. Uh, you know, like I said, tr- uh, tripping traffic lights, you can cause explosions, you can cause blackouts. So how does, how does that, like, walk me through that? If you're, you're walk, if you're walking through a city, Corey, right? Or say okay. you're driving in a police chase. Okay. Uh, a little like diamond will pop up in front of you, and it'll say traffic lights. Yeah, and then uh-huh. you hold down the square button, and it switches the traffic lights. And it's the same for if you're hacking into a camera. Yeah. It, okay. If you look up, and you feel like there's so, cameras so, around, go ahead. So there's no sort of mini game or anything. It's just like there you is the to hack it and some you, stuff. You there is it. certain things. I think the the quote unquote more difficult hacks you do have to do like a mini game where you you're almost running power from one thing to another. It's it's like a it's like a, a pipe, pipe, pipe dream, a little bit. Uh, you remember the old, old uh, like sure, yeah. Windows three point one pipe, pipe dream. I think it's pipe dream. Pipe dream, um, yeah, great game. It, it's almost, it's almost like that. Like you have certain points on the thing where you have to rotate and keep the power going to unlock other points. So it does have like a like a puzzle mini game for the the quote unquote more difficult hacks. Yeah, gotcha. but for for the greatly most part, yeah. it's just. You'll holding, see holding it down X. and hold down the square. It's it's more about how you use those hacks than yeah. actually using the than just using them. You know, because they are I mean, all over the place. Yeah. So so like you can't choose what you want to hack. It just gives you the option to. Well, if you're points. at a traffic light, it's going to be a traffic light. Yeah. And if okay. if you're driving along and there's a a steam pipe in the ground, it'll say steam pipe. Um, but it's not like the type of thing where if you're anywhere on the road, you can do a steam pipe hack. Yeah. You no. Can. Well, if there's one, if there. there's one there, okay, yeah, it's it's so all the about. The cursor just kind of jumps around, and you choose what you want to hack. It, it it's kind of focused more towards the, like the middle of your screen, and like as you're driving along, one of the, the the early abilities you get is called focus, and it slows everything down. So if you're oh. if you're in a high speed chase and you need to turn a traffic light, uh, but you're going too fast to to be able to do it at normal speed, you hit the 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 focus button, which is right thumbstick you push down. Yep. Um, and then, and then you can hack, you know, things around you and, and, you know, watch behind you as the cops, the mayhem, you know, yeah, the, the mayhem <laughs> ensues and, and you, you get away. So, gotcha. um, one thing I've really enjoyed about the cam combat, I didn't talk about, and there, we didn't talk about crafting either. There's, uh, you can oh, yeah. craft in this, there's grenades, yeah. lure traps. Um, oh, what the hell else is there? Blackouts yeah, to black. cause the city to completely black out, which is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, IED is that? Yeah, it could be. Is that what improvised it is? explosive device? That is in there. Um, yeah, but there's stuff you can craft. But the grenade explosions. There were a couple times where I got kind of surrounded, pinned down by cops, and there'd be two, three cars of cops in front of me. Throw a grenade in there, and it's this huge explosion. Really? And it looks awesome. Okay, I have to try that. It try looks that. awesome. So nice. Um, there were. Uh, is there anything else? Because there were a couple other things I did want to talk about with this. Corey, you have anything? 
Nope. Okay. Um, is it not time for us to be able to put our own goddamn soundtrack into these games? Yeah. <laughs> Honest to God. Have have a connection with Spotify and make it so you can you can pick some songs. Dan, that would be awesome. Yeah. Because when one of the two songs that I like on this comes on, I'm so happy. You, Weezer's on there. Yeah, I did hear the Weezer song. And when Weezer comes on, I'm like, oh, I like driving around a hundred times more now. Yeah. But the rest of the time, I'll fast travel. I usually any chance I get. I usually just turn the music off. Yeah, and that's that sucks. You there, shouldn't have to do that. There's maybe two or three songs on there that I like. I'm, I'm with you, but I guess you can find more songs. Uh, that's one of the things you get from people is you steal their songs uh, when you hack from somebody. I don't know like what the quality of the songs. I stole are. one song. I never even heard of it. Yeah, I don't even. I don't. Re- I don't listen to to it really. I usually just turn it off. But let's get some customized soundtracks <laughs> in there. You know. Have a cross-promotion thing with Spotify, you know? Something. Um, They need to find a way to make money mean something in these games. Yeah. Because that's another part of getting hacked is they can take some of your money. But it doesn't matter. Yeah. It means nothing. So if it meant something that you needed that money for more than to buy guns, which you only have to buy once, and it's not that much, or clothes that don't matter at all. The, The car thing. The car drop off costs money, but it's but not very of, much. But a lot of them are free. Yeah, I mean, I would, I just go find a car. You I know? use a drop off here and then, and yeah. and it's a lot of them are free, so you don't yeah. even need money for it. And yeah. the, who's gonna pay the money for one of those stupid cars? Yeah, I'm sure there's people out there that will, but not me. Find me something that that money is used for. Real estate. Yeah, well, GTA had that. Right. GTA had that. Yeah. They did that well, K- kind of well. It could still be done better and find better things. To use the money for because it means nothing right now. Or don't give you or give you less money, you know, make it harder to get yeah, money. Yeah, it's something like that. Um, and my last thing I wanted to talk about, I did remote play this with the Vita the other night. Oh. I got home late at night and I wasn't really ready for bed yet, and my girlfriend was already asleep. But I, I wanted to go to bed. I just didn't want to sleep yet. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, let's do some remote play. So I fired her up and I actually worked really well it looks really good on the, that vita man it's got a nice it's screen yeah it's got a nice look to it you've got the better screen too yeah on the, uh, old, the older model has a better screen apparently still my only complaint is that back the back touchpad being used for like i think in this it's l1 which changes your weapon and r1 which no that's not right I don't. I don't. I, I can't don't know. recall what, at this point. <laughs> whatever it's used for. I, I think right one is or R one is the throwing something. Yes, R one is throwing your like grenades, say. Yeah. Um, and L one changes your weapon or what you want to throw. That's what it was. Or or pulls the weapon out. Or yes. Puts it away. Yes, that's what it is. It's just not responsive enough, and it's not and it's not consistent enough right. to where it works good. Um, I'm glad they didn't make that back screen touchpad turbo like it was for Call of Duty Ghost because that was awful. Yeah. Um, but I was actually reading something the other day. I can't remember what game they were talking about, but it, they kind of optimized the controls more for remote play, which will be really helpful. Yeah. Um, that being said, I did enjoy the time I spent playing Watch Dogs remote play through the Vita. It ran well. My internet happened to be working well that night. At first it was a little choppy, but had no issues after that. Um, I think I, I cleared out a gang hideout, so I was able to do combat and all that kind of thing, uh-huh. you know, without much issue. Um, so nice. I just thought that was something we should probably point out. Yeah, cool. Yeah, good stuff. Okay. Any other thoughts on Watch Dogs? That frame rate really piss you guys off? Uh, it's choppy <laughs> on PC. 
Yeah, you guys um, got kind of shafted on PC, I hear. Yeah. It'll get better, but it's still frustrating, you know, because the majority of the time I'm going to be playing the game, it's probably going to be like that, you know? Yeah. I want It's annoying. Obviously not right now, but when we get to our next segment, do not let me forget to talk about the order and what they talked about in Giant Bomb with it. Okay. All right. I'll try and remember during Somebody, our weeks. Somebody, please. <laughs> okay. Well, we're going to take a quick break and be back with our nibble bits and our weeks right after this. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 149 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. We are now in usually our first segment, but uh, this is going to be Nibble Bits. Will, why don't you get started with Nibble Bits? All right, Dan. My first one, which surprised me, but uh, Ike is returning to uh, Super Smash Brothers. I don't understand this because I'm not a huge Fire Emblem person. The first one I played is the new one, mm-hmm. uh, but I don't think Ike is as relevant as the new people in awakening so i was surprised to see him return mm-hmm. any thoughts from Corey and dan i got nothing nothing no Corey? yeah i don't know maybe it's just one of those things that's fan service people that like that game like playing as ike so uh here he is yes yeah. yeah but i think they should have put crom in i don't know yeah that would have been cool i would have i yeah that's a good point for for you know the new generation of fire emblem which is really just the newest game on 3ds i think it would have made made sense to pull one of those characters for for the people that are just getting into fire emblem yeah i would have been yeah, more exactly. excited yep i mean he was in path of radiance and radiant dawn but i think those were on the gamecube so i don't know i would buy those if they came out on virtual console even at oh, yeah. full price i would pay 60 dollars oh, for one of those games if you find if you can find them on ebay nowadays they're like 130 bucks yeah because they're rare so yeah, that uh, that surprised me a little bit. Mm. But my next one is the worst PS4 game is getting rebuilt from scratch. Now, the worst uh, PS4 game is Basement Crawl. I talked about it a little bit. Uh, I said it had problems, but I enjoyed playing it with my friends. But the company who made it is uh, going to be remaking the game from scratch and putting it out as a free download for the people who uh, bought Basement Crawl. So Nice good on them for trying to make things better but they did make a really bad game so <laughs> okay will's echoing funny yeah i am his internet connection is probably screaming are you guys hearing will echo no no oh, okay then we're good yeah All right. well yeah because i've got the stream going for downstairs upstairs and i'm on a skype call so yep your internet nice. connection screaming for yeah. mercy but that's all I have. Okay. What do you, what do you got, Corey? Uh, I just got a couple. One not so important. One kind of important. My first one not so important. Square Enix, the Square Enix card zombie RPG Dead Man's Cross has hit three million downloads. And the only reason I wanted to tweet that was just to prove that this whole free to play thing isn't going anywhere. Uh, that's really impressive. I actually downloaded the game to try and play it, but uh, every time I boot it up, I get an error. So. I wonder how many of those 3 million downloads are people are having the same issue. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. But, you know, I like card-based games, uh, and I like R- RPGs, and zombies are all right, I guess. But uh, that's pretty impressive, 3 million downloads for a free-to-play card game. I was reading some of the reviews, though, and people are like, you pretty much need to spend money to be able to play this game at all. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah. 
And the guy was the, the the same review was like you like need to spend money all the time like a dollar here a dollar there you know and that adds up. They nickel and dime you to death, damn them. They sure do. Okay. And the other one, a little more important, Valve has delayed Steam machines and Steam controllers to 2015. Jumping on the wagon, <laughs> yeah. <Jumping out. laughs> they're they're smartening up a little bit. Uh, the li- sorry, Dan, the live. Playtests with the wireless controller generated, quote, a ton of useful feedback. So, in other words, uh, people weren't too happy with it. Right. <laughs> I just can't see the control because the, the thing they're going for is the controller replacing, like, our keyboard and mouse. Yes. And I just can't, I can't see that working out as well as they want it to. Well, they say it's really precise and yeah. they say that, you know, people just aren't used to it and they need to wean themselves off what they were used to. Which I'll kind of buy because I remember when the DualShock came out with thumbsticks for the first time. Yeah. And I can remember thinking to myself, oh, man, I'll never use these, like, D-pad all the way. Yeah. Um, And then, you know, you sort of got used to it and and games utilized it a little bit better. And then it became, like, you had to use them. Yeah. Um, So I don't know. Maybe it's that kind of thing. I don't know. I, I think people are just so comfortable with the controller that they have and they feel like they have the most control over something they're the most familiar with, and it's hard for them to want to change it up for something like a Steam machine. Yeah, the the controller that that tries to to do both essentially, you know. Yeah, I I, I want it. I can't wait to try it. I'm gonna get one. I don't know how much I'll use it because I'm pretty happy with the the 360 controller as my as my controller for for those games, but. Yeah, you know, I, I would be interested to try this prototype and see because it, it would be f- f- kind of cool to sit back and uh, play. maybe play like a Civilization or something. That's exactly the example they use, too, is to play Civ on a couch, you know? Yeah, just rela- lay back and hold a controller rather than reach around the keyboard and stuff. Yeah. Reach around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, does that mean the – that probably means the full Steam OS is, is, has been delayed, too, right? That's what I gather. I only read a couple articles. I didn't do a bunch of research on this, but it sounds like, you know, they wanted to ship Steam machines with the controller. So the fact that, you know, they want to spend some more time with the controller means that they're going to push back the Steam machines. Um, the third-party ones, I don't know what's going to happen. I think they wanted to include the controller with that as well. So I don't know. I guess it depends on how those partnerships work and stuff. Right. What about the operating system, though, specifically? I don't know anything about that. Okay. Right. I won't pretend to know anything about it either. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. That's Continue. it. I just had those two. Oh, okay. Uh, Eric, what do you got? Eh, I actually have quite a few. Um, to piggyback off of Corey's free-to-play, not-going-anywhere thoughts, uh, Bethesda Softworks is working on a game called Battlecry, which is a free-to-play. I'm going to read this right off the Polygon website because I'm a little bit buzzed because I'm a lightweight, <laughs> and also I don't really know much about this game. Uh-huh. Uh, so this is from Polygon. Battlecry is an online multiplayer action game for PC uh, in which up to 32 players battle in team-based combat. Heavily stylized. The style looks awesome. Yep. Um, class-based and full of colorful characters. Uh, think Team Fortress 2, but instead of rifles, rocket launchers, and miniguns, players battle with swords, crossbows, and beefy metal fists. It looks pretty sweet. It does look sweet. I don't know where the World War One comes from, no. and I think other people were saying the same thing. Um, that doesn't really seem to fit very well, but but it does seem it, the you're absolutely right. The style looks of it really all looks good. really really cool. Check it out. Uh, called Battle Cry again. Mm-hmm. Um, my next one, PS Plus is going to start offering two PS4 games a month starting in June, which is pretty sweet. 
And those two games in June are going to be Pixel Junk Shooter Ultimate and Trine 2 The Complete Story. So some uh, some highly reviewed games. We've all, I think we've all played Trine, right? Uh, I haven't played it, but I, I know what it's about. I watched Corgan Will play quite a bit yeah. of it during the charity and, and- stream last year. Sorry, I just wanted to make sure I mentioned this. If I may add, Will and I spent a lot of time with the complete story, and those levels are awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are. The main game is awesome, but those levels are even better. Okay. Dan, uh, if you download it, I'll play through I it I probably will. I mean, I already have it on computer, but yeah. I don't have I'll co-op it with you. Okay. Yeah, I'll be downloading it, too. Sweet. Um, PS3 this month is getting NBA 2K14, which is always highly rated, um, and Lone Survivor. Mm-hmm. And Vita's getting Dragon's Crown, which I've almost oh. bought a few times. So. so you'll be able to get that. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff coming. Um, but that's pretty sweet that they're going to do two games a month. Yeah. I feel like that means they're probably going to start pumping out some more stuff. Yeah, they're going to have to because otherwise there's not yeah. that many games. There was a lot of speculation, actually, that uh, it was going to be either Knack or... Camera, what the other one was as a free game this month, yeah. but that they're going to start doing the, the $60 games now. Okay. Um, Ratchet and Clank, which is a series I've wanted to try for a long time, just haven't. They're getting the HD trilogy headed to PS Vita in July, so that's something to look out for if you're into that. Um, Rezogun, another highly rated game on PS4 that I, I played a, a fair amount of and enjoyed, that's getting some DLC in June, so that's something. Something to look forward to if you're still playing Resogun. Uh, I thought this was interesting and something that I would definitely do if it was around here, and it's not. I looked. Sony's E3 press conference is going to be in movie theaters uh-huh. nationwide. It's a cool idea. It is cool. There's none near here, no. unfortunately. I would go, but I, I, I mean, I, I think I tweeted this to Sony that uh, I wouldn't go to that for the same reason I don't go to the movies, and that's because other people ruin it for me. <laughs> if it was just you, right? Oh yeah, I would love sitting in the theater and watching that on a big, huge screen. Right. But um, two that's more. Very cool. Witcher three. More details coming June fifth in a CD Projekt Red live stream. It's gonna supposedly have some game. Uh, Gameplay footage and some information on the collector's edition. Nice. So, I think have we seen gameplay from Witcher Three yet? Uh, just the bits of gameplay from the like cinematic trailers, but it, it's hard to tell if it's actually gameplay. I think it's gameplay, but okay. it looks fantastic. Yeah, so we're all pretty pumped for that. Yes. Looking forward to finding out a little bit more about that game. Yep. And my last one, which I am actually really excited about now, and I wasn't at all. Uh, the next Battlefield game. Uh, leaked some information. I guess it's called Hardline, but in the trailer I watched, they kept calling it Omaha, so I'm not sure what it's called. It's going to be revealed at E3, um, but it's going to be Cops and Robbers, and the story single-player campaign looks like it's episodic, mm-hmm. like a crime television show, and actually looks really good. And it's not being made by DICE, um, so they're going to have a little fresh take on it. It's being made by Visceral, who did Dead Space. Okay. Not one of Dan's favorite no. games. <laughs> but but that, could, that could be a good match, though, for for this uh, type of Battlefield game. Yeah. So, Go ahead. so they're going the way of Call of Duty, then. Yep. Exactly. I don't I know. I would disagree. I would disagree, too. I was actually kind of interested in it after I heard what the, the setting is for it. Corey, did you watch the trailer? No, I haven't even seen it yet. I just oh, like the premise. I like I like the setting too, but the Call of Duty goes they they switch every other year. So Battlefield Five will come out. 
Oh, oh that's next what you year. mean. Yeah, okay. I, I don't mean the. I, I okay. mean the changing the developers. I was a little offended when you said that. <laughs> yeah, no, I was no, no, upset. no. <laughs> yeah, no. Check out the trailer. I gotta tell you, uh, I wasn't gonna get the next Battlefield, but I am definitely gonna get this game. It looks really cool. I like they're doing the episodic thing. Um, a lot of the multiplayer modes that they showed, basically one of them sounds like Payday Two as a multiplayer mode, which is something I wanted to play. I saw that a few different places. Um, it just looks really good. And the season pass stuff looks like something that's going to be worth getting for once. Um, so I don't know if you're still able to, a lot of the uh, trailers that got put up got taken down, but it's like a six minute video. So if you can find it, check it out. I thought it looked really, really good. And apparently that video is from a while back. So there should be some pretty good fresh stuff at E3 about that. But they go ahead, Corey. People really liked the, uh, I don't know to what extent they'll do this, but the heists in Grand Theft Auto, and Eric, you already mentioned Payday, like, people are really into that right now, and I feel like this sort of gets around the whole, like, tired modern warfare yeah. military shooter thing, and that's, that's why it was true. exciting to me. I think it was a great, great move on their part, really, and obviously they had been thinking that for a while, because it's yeah. going to be coming out this year. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it renewed my interest in the Battlefield series, so that's exciting for me. Nice. But that's it for me, Dan. Okay. I got a couple, and actually I am kind of going off the cuff a little bit here because my notes somehow got deleted. But anyway, uh, the Xbox One controller will soon be compatible with PC. I guess they're they're still waiting on the the drivers to be fully optimized for, for computer, which I'm hoping that means rumble triggers and everything. But they said specifically it means so that you can use the Xbox One controller for games that are compatible with the Xbox 360 controller. So that's what they're working on. I hope they eventually get all the rumble trigger stuff good too because I thought that was awesome on the Xbox One controller. Um, the, the that should have been done months ago. I agree. It should have been done because the as soon as the Xbox 360 launched, the 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 wired controller was compatible with with computers. But this yeah. is, I mean, it's been over six months since the Xbox Xbox One came out, and the controller still not compatible with PC. So they rushed everything. It's frustrating. I think we know that. Yeah. Uh, so that's exciting. I, I do like the controller. I will be getting one. Uh, next on my list, where are we here? Uh, GameCube controllers are now going to work uh, with Smash Brothers on the Wii U. They're coming out with uh, an adapter for the Wii U where you can plug up to four uh, GameCube controllers in. So nice. uh, for for the purists out there who really want to play on the GameCube controller, this is this is for you. Will, brilliant move. Will, any yep, interest? You like that? I I own four GameCube controllers already, so Do I really? just need to get the adapter. Okay. Yeah, uh, that too, actually. <laughs> I still have them, just for Smash Brothers. Same here. That, perfect. So so you'll be all set then. Uh, they didn't release any details on whether or not like the WaveBird would be uh, compatible, which, I mean, the WaveBird is still one of my favorite wireless controllers. That was awesome. Um, yep, but, it was awesome. But, yeah, you're going to be able to use your GameCube controllers on the on the Wii U now. So, uh, No word on other games either. Uh, they said specifically for Smash Brothers, but I can imagine maybe some other titles will be playable with the GameCube controller. So that's cool. Uh, I had one more. Where is it? I'm thinking about getting a Wii U. Are you? God. Here's my, here's my idea. I jokingly tell my girlfriend for her birthday I'm going to get her a Wii U. Uh-huh. <laughs> and and she gets it. really upset. So what I think I'm going to do, her birthday is tomorrow. I'm going to go and buy a Wii U tomorrow and wrap it up and give it to her. But have, I have something else. Got it for her and not give her anything else. 
until after she opens it. Nice. Yeah, but you'll get her something else. Oh, uh, yeah, I already have presents for her. Yeah. Perfect. I think that's but brilliant, she would, Corey. She would open that thinking that's what I got her. Get a Mario Kart bundle. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, I because, to. Dan, you said you can get a refurb Wii U for, like, 200 bucks. Yeah, if you pay attention to sales, a lot of times you can get a refurb Wii U. And even, like, the 32 gigabyte one for, like, 200 bucks. That's good so stuff. I would suggest getting the 32-gigabyte one just so you don't have to buy an external hard drive for it, which yeah. I have to do because mine's pretty much full. Corey, 32 what it... gigs doesn't give you much room either. No, but, like, most of it, like, I'm not going to download a lot of first-party games. Like, all my downloads will be older games, so 32 gigabytes should be plenty to have a lot of those on it. Okay. Um, like, uh, I will have one downloadable game because with Mario Kart 8, you get... You can get New Super Mario Bros. 3, you can get Wind Waker HD, Pikmin 3, and then there's one other game you get for free if you sign up for Club Nintendo. Um, so I'll have that one and then and then just a lot of other virtual console games on my Wii U. Aren't there rumors that they might announce a new console? They think there's gonna they're gonna announce a stripped down one to sell for sale in China. Oh, okay. Um Gotcha. They're still trying to milk milk the Wii U sales that they can, but they do want to make it like a, a less expensive one for emerging markets, which yeah. is China, basically, because uh, the PlayStation is going to go on sale in yeah, China pretty soon. I saw that. So Nintendo want, wants to get in there too. You know, China has like sure. 1.5 billion people or whatever in it. So I want to get one too, Corey. Yeah, I don't know if you saw Dan and I going back and forth in our kick message about <laughs> uh, planting the seed with my girlfriend about it. Oh yeah, I follow, I, so. I watch even though I don't always speak. <laughs> I'm watching. Uh, well, there's some games coming out for it now, you know. Mario Kart yeah. was great, and I've been hearing nothing but good things about Mario Kart. And then Smash Brothers is right around the corner. X is one I'm really looking forward yeah. to. Yeah, and I have not... a feeling they're gonna. That's one of my. I did my E3 predictions, and okay. I guess we'll talk about that a little bit later. But yeah. even though Nintendo isn't going to be at E3, where yeah. aren't they? No. I mean, they're going to have some they're, stuff there, but their press conferences are going to be the Nintendo Directs. That they do it special. alongside of E3. Oh, yeah. okay. They're on June tenth. They're doing something, right? Yeah, they they have they'll have like stuff there to play, and okay. then and then obviously the the Best Buy thing. Corey, is our correspondent still going to E3? As far as I know, we'll have to set him up. We'll have to uh, maybe uh, maybe I'll I'll give him a call and record it or something, and we yeah. can play it on the podcast. That'd be awesome. That, I mean, and any pictures and videos he wants to make and send us, we'll put them all up. He doesn't have a smartphone. What? He's got to have a camera, though. I mean, he can take pictures and put them on a computer and send them. I'm sorry, Corey, I swear you said he doesn't have a smartphone. He's got an old flip phone. He lives in L.A., right? This is the same guy that didn't have a cell phone, period, until senior year of college. Oh, my God. <laughs> he carried around everybody's phone numbers on a little note card. I'm envious. Yeah. That's a that's a guy right that's there. A better man than I. <laughs> Listen, nobody can get in touch with him. That that's fantastic. You know, he didn't want to. I love that. It's a great yeah. idea. And then my last nibble bit: Plants vs Zombies Garden Warfare hits PS3 and PS4 on August nineteenth. Nice. Will had been saying this for a while now, and I don't know if anyone any of us really believed him. Um, I kind of believed him. I wasn't sure. I wasn't Why not? sure. EA wants money. I know you're, you're, and you're absolutely right. And it is coming to PS3 and PS4 in summer. So I believed you sixty percent's worth, Will. Yeah, well, I, I was fifty fifty. Than... Eh, that's not bad. Yeah. I just figured they'd want more money. And who's getting yeah. it? Who's getting it? That's the question. I yeah. probably will. Yeah. All right. Good. If I had to guess, yeah. I Dynasty Warriors. It. What? No, oh, I'll have the next. 
Dynasty Warriors, yeah. We already know who's or- getting that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Eric, how was your week? Uh, I don't feel like I have too awful much to talk about. Um, I listened to a lot of Giant Bomb this week. Yeah, what's, what was... Oh, we want to talk about the order a little bit? Yeah. Um, yeah, so I guess, well, we should say the order got pushed back. Mm-hmm. Uh, just jo- joining the, the rest of the, the games. Everything's delayed To nowadays. February, correct? I, fe- I think Early February. next year, they said. So Early next February. year. Okay. First quarter next year, uh, the order's coming out. Um, there's been a lot of reports about that being 30 frames per second, I, and they're they're all true reports. Yeah, I guess that was reported by the actual yeah, company. Yeah, they confirmed it. Right. Um, so the guy that played it from Giant Bomb, he played a demo, which did two missions worth. He said it was one of the best-looking games he's played for next gen. Yeah. So what is the the thing about frames per second? Nothing. <laughs> I, and when I read it, tell you guys. when I read it, I was like, maybe Corey's right. Well, I think specifically what they said it was Which I that. Hated. What's that? Which I hated. That oh, Corey's right. Right. Well, sp- they they said specifically that they didn't want it any higher than thirty frames per second because they wanted it to feel like a movie. Yeah, and from what I understand, the way that the cutscenes, you, you just kind of flow in and out of them with the game. Yeah. And he said it just looks fantastic, yeah. and all the characters look really good. And he, he said they did a really good job with that. Yeah. So. That, that's a style choice. That's all it is. Exactly. Exactly. Because anything higher in frames per second looks more like a TV show. You know how a TV show looks different than a movie? So popular. Right. Because movies are actually only filmed at, was 24 frames per second? Yeah. Uh, but the Hobbit, one of the Hobbit movies was 48, and it, like a lot of people were kind of weirded out by that. I don't think oh. gamers generally were, because you know some gamers are used to you know high frame rates and stuff generally. So, uh, but yeah, the, that that was a choice to make it more seem more movie like than oh. than cool anything else. But I was just interested to hear what you guys thought about that. Yeah, um, but yeah, it, it de- sorry, it depends on the game too. I mean, certain games are are better suited for 30 frames per second, and certain games are better suited for 60 frames per, per, per second. Yeah, you know? yeah. No, I'm Sorry. I'm more ex- after listening to the Giant Bomb talk about. It, I'm more excited about that game than I was. It looks cool, and and the the because I I watched the the Twitch stream where they showed like three or four minutes of of gameplay, and oh, you it, did? it looks really cool. Yeah, um, on the one weapon they were talking about where it like shoots, what is it? Some kind of particles. Lightning. No, no, it shoots some kind of like dust particles in the air, but they're combustible, and then you shoot a flare into it, and it like is a big fire explosion. Nice. Yeah, it sounds like a pretty cool weapon. Um, but it's got the cover mechanics, but we don't need to get into the order anymore than that. Mm-hmm. Um, what else for my week? I don't feel like I really had too other much to talk about. Right. I watched the U.S. game the other night. They played Azerbaijan in a warm-up for the World Cup. I'm not feeling very confident. <laughs> not looking they good. won, but it wasn't. Uh, they didn't look that great. Okay. So, yeah, I don't think I have much else to do. Mario Kart? You want to talk oh, about Mario yeah, Kart? I can talk about that now. I was at the mall with my girlfriend the other day and she was doing some clothes shopping and she's like, oh, I'll just go over to GameStop. And I was like, all right, I didn't want to, but well, lo and behold, they had a Mario Kart eight demo and I was like, oh, perfect. So I jumped on that. I only played one, one round and it was, uh, there's like a circus set of tracks or a carnival or theme park or something like that. And it had some of the underwater tracks in it. Yeah. It was fucking awesome. Nice. I really want to get a Wii U now. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. I'm jealous that you guys are gonna get it. I'm very. I, I've I've ordered mine. It's it's coming tomorrow with my uh, new Wii U controller. You're lucky. I'm very excited. Yeah. It was good stuff. Really good stuff. 
I mean, it's Mario Kart. There's not yeah. too much to talk about other than I really enjoyed the level I played. Playing underwater was really cool. The graphics look nice too, right? It looks very, really very, good. Very smooth frame rate. Definitely. I like the kart customization. And yeah. That's good stuff, man. Okay. Just another solid cheering out for Nintendo. Yeah. It's it's a, a solid nine. Slow and steady. Solid nine. Yeah. Okay. All right, Will, what do you got? Uh, Pretty much just been watching the hockey. Um, I will say Montreal has become my most hated team in the NHL. I'm with you. Watching, watching the series. I can't believe I root for them over Boston. That's how much I hate them. I can believe it. Um, Michelle Therrien. It starts with him. It really does. It really does. Chris Kunitz was my most hated player in the NHL right now, or was until Michelle Therrien and all the <laughs> crap that he's been pulling. If I was on the Rangers, I would take slap shots into the bench to hit him. Nice. I've never even heard I, of him. He's yeah, he's, he's their Montreal coach. coach. Oh, okay. What's he's his say, problem? He just says stuff like... After Price got hurt, Elaine Vigneault was talking about how he knew that Tokarski was going to be the starter and how hockey's a small world. And then Brassard got announced that he was playing in game four, I think it was. Coming back from an injury. An injury. And Vigneault, or uh, Tarion in French says that they know where Brassard's injury is and hockey's a small world in French. Like, pretty much just saying they're going to go after him. And, like, he... I love that. <laughs> well, and basically when Price got hurt, uh, he said that before before they knew how bad he, he was hurt, he said that, you know, the Kreider thing was accidental. It was no big deal. Then after Price got hurt, he's just like, oh, that was such a Bush League play and how dirty it was and, like, flip-flopping. It's just all the stuff that he's been mouthing off about. I can't stand them. I hate most of their players. Like, I hate Rene Bork. I hate P.K. Subban. Thomas I could Bukanich, go on forever. Brian yeah. Gianna, who yeah. I used to like, but watching him this series is just... They're, it's they sorry. dive every time they get hit. It's basically like because their starting goalie got hurt, they expect that they should have a constant power play. It's it's obnoxious. Huh. It really is. And the high sticks, I've talked about this a bunch. The high sticks, they're getting ridiculous. Yeah. The it, like the calls. And now thankfully the referees are starting to, you know, call diving or embellishment on them yeah. because it's silly. I sent you guys the video on the, the kick chat of Subban on game, I think it was four, when he faked his high stick, he jumped out of his skates, basically. <laughs> I'm just like, what is this? And I turn it into uh, the NBA. It is. And, like, I watch P.K. Subban. I know people would disagree with me in this. I don't think he's a very good defensive defenseman at all. He's I've seen him out there for many even strength goals, so he's a minus a lot. I think well, Josh know, Georges compensates for him all the time. You know what's going to happen is he's, he's going to—he's another Mike Green. You know, he realized he's an offensive defenseman and then gives up on defense, and all of a sudden he can't do either, and he's not that great anymore. Exactly. And the thing is, is like I've been watching the series intently, and I don't think he's good. But I was listening to the Merrick versus Wyshynski podcast, and Anson Carter was on. He was talking about how fantastic Subban is on defense. I'm like, are you kidding me? I, and Will asked me what I thought of Subban on defense, and I was like, honestly, I'm too busy critiquing the Rangers' offense to comment on the <laughs> Canadiens' defense. So I yeah. haven't really noticed, so I can't really speak to that. But Yeah. But, I mean, I will say, for as much as I hate the Canadiens, uh, I do like some of their players, like Galchenyuk. Um, I do like Brandon Gallagher, even though I should hate his guts. 
He's kind of a shit. <laughs> yeah, he really is. But for whatever reason, I like him. I like Josh George's. Uh, in I don't mind Tokarski. I'm getting annoyed hearing the anything Lundqvist can do, Tokarski can do better. Like, really? Yeah. I don't know. Really? I'm, I've I've had enough. I'm excited. I hope the Rangers win this game, so I don't have to watch the Canadians play again. What's the score? Again. One nothing. Still, uh, seven eight minutes to go in the third. Okay. It's uh yeah it's, it's, it's been rough. I'm I'm with Will 100. percent I I hate Montreal's quote unquote brand of hockey and Dale Weiss calling out uh, Milan Lichuc is is pretty much the the icing icing on the cake. You know it's it's indicative of of the team and the way that they play and yep. You know I, I'm one of those people and you know granted I've never never played ice hockey other than with my girlfriend's family on Thanksgiving. Um, what happens on the ice, like what's said on the ice should stay on the ice. Like some players say some awful things. And, and if you're going to complain about it to the media afterwards, like what is this? You know, yeah, exactly. It's high like, sc- hockey's, high hockey's, school. Yeah. Hockey's based around like it's, it's always been like an honorable sport despite everything relative to the other sports. You know, there's, there's always been like a code, you know, and that's changing recently. Sadly, it seems like, but you know, for Dale Weiss to do that, it's just—I don't know. Yeah, it didn't bother me as much until I watched the Canadians play the the Rangers, though. And I was telling Corey, like, I honestly cannot believe I rooted for them last round. It, uh, yeah, I hate Montreal Canadiens. It's it's not often that a team passes Pittsburgh and Boston as my most hated teams. <laughs> But they did. Well, Eric can talk games. a little bit about Montreal being in, in his team's division. I, I can't, honestly, Dan. I'm not going to pretend that I can. Okay. My hatred is always going to be towards Boston. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Oh, Pacioretty. Oh, fuck God. that guy. Yeah, right? <laughs> this makes I me love the on, Canadians. I used to be on his side. <laughs> right? Yeah. Just talking about, was he saying like Lundqvist was lucky, even oh, though like yeah. all of his goals in this series have bounced off Rangers defenders. I think Lundqvist in. has a bit of a resume to prove otherwise. He has right? one of the greatest resumes. I, I, forget, I was reading an article the other day. He's, like, legitimately the greatest goaltender of the generation. Yeah. Statistically. All he needs is a Stanley Cup. Right. You know? Oh, but according to Rene Bork, uh, Tokarski's played ten times better this series. Well, one team's ahead and one isn't. So. Exactly. Rene Bork. Bork's a shit, too. Yeah, he is. Well, didn't Ray Bork? Did Ray Bork? Who did he play for? He was a Boston uh, Bruin. That's Mont- what I thought. Montreal Say Canadian. no more, Dan. He's not. He's not related, though. That's well, Chris you know Bork what? He's got son. the same. He does. Name. He does have some kids that play play in the league. But... Let's pretend he is okay. related, and that he played for Boston. Raymond Bork was <laughs> one of the greats, though. No, nah, he's a piece of shit. What about Bob? <laughs> <laughs> what about Bobby Orr? Piece of shit. <laughs> okay. Any other thoughts, Will? I could go on, but I won't. <laughs> yeah, okay. we could legitimately talk about this for hours. What about you, Corey? What do you got? Must be nice, gotta... guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, first world problem. <laughs> yeah, my team's out of the playoffs, and I've been watching golf. Dan, not even playing Dan golf. and I's team's been playing golf. Yeah. Well, I've Eric's been, been out it. since October. Yeah, my team was out about, you know, m- mid-first month. <laughs> got the draft coming up, though, huh? Yeah. Hey, wait until the Islanders tank next year and Buffalo gets another good pick. We're going to get first and second pick. That would be great. 
<laughs> that would be that'd be my favorite moment ever because that'd be so funny. Yeah, because then we're gonna get that really good kid, Connor David. David. That's the one. They'll take There's another him. really good one too. I don't remember his name, like Jake Eichel or something like that. Maybe we'll get both of but them. He's supposed to be good. Huh. Okay. What else you got, Corey? Uh, I went to see Modest Mouse last weekend. Oh yeah, how was that? At the Alma Gang Brewery in Cooperstown, New York. How Quite possibly it? the best show I've ever been to. Really? Wow. Uh, I really, really liked it. Brand new open for them, and uh, I'm not a big brand new fan, so I spent that time, you know, going pee and getting beers. Um, but what's nice about a show at a brewery is the whole reason they do it is to sell their beer, you know, sell their brand. So it was only $5 for a beer, and it was good brewery beer. Yeah, not, um, not 5 bucks for... Uh, a PBR. Well, not even PBR. Easy. PBR is uh, at least wiper. decent. I'm talking, yeah, butt wiper in a yeah. can. <laughs> no, Free it was mail. it was good beer. And me being the filthy cheapskate that I am, uh, I looked up which one had the most alcohol content <laughs> <laughs> and just ordered those. It turned out to be the Hennepin. Um, oh, I man. think I, I spent $50 on beer. So I, I technically bought 10 beers. I didn't drink them all, though. Some of them were for friends. Um, but it's funny when we were driving there, it's kind of in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Cooperstown being where the baseball hall of fame is not, not that far from us, but exactly. And it's not even the brewery isn't even in Cooperstown. It's up in the Hills of Cooperstown. Oh geez. So when we were driving there, we were going through all the, uh, the back roads and stuff and, uh, twisty and turny. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, man, I better be careful. Cause if I drink too much, this is going to make me really sick on the way home. Uh, sure enough, I drank a ton of beer, and on the way home, I asked the driver to pull over nah. so I could I could yak. Uh-huh. You didn't poop uh, yourself, did you? No, I kept, <laughs> I kept the poop in, but I was feeling I was I was trying to be cool. I was feeling really nauseous though, and I reached over my girlfriend in the backseat. I didn't even say anything. I just had my head in my, head in my lap, and I reached over and grabbed my girlfriend. And thank God we've known each other for four years. And she just looks over. She's she's like, "Are you all right?" And I squeezed her again, and she's like, do you need to pull over? And I squeezed her again, and she said to the driver, she's like, can you pull over? That's fantastic. <laughs> and that's so why pulled. she's getting a Wii U for her birthday. <laughs> exactly. She earned it. It's all for her. Uh, and they pulled over, and, and I yacked. And right after I yacked, I felt fine. I sat in the car, and I'm like, all right, let's go. Good to go. Get this Got some man Wendy's, get went this to man the car wash. Nice. Um, it was a fun night, and, and if you ever get the chance to see Modest Mouse live, I've highly suggest that they were really really good and they're a great live band um so definitely do that nice uh yeah and then i had so much fun over the weekend i got sick um i was all right on monday i started feeling a little ill on monday monday night i started feeling really ill no i'm sorry tuesday started feeling ill on tuesday and then tuesday night it really hit me I woke up Monday mor- or Wednesday morning. I wasn't going to go, go into work, but I went in and like I was sick, and I asked my boss if I could just go home and sleep. Um, so I got went home at like twelve thirty and slept the whole day. Uh, and then I woke up and had a little bit of time, and I was like, "Why don't I try this Steam Family sh- or not the Family Share, the uh, in-home streaming?" Because I I was too sick to sit at my computer chair. I just wanted to lay in bed, and I had my laptop, so I set everything up and uh, streamed myself some Dark Souls too. Yeah. And I was really impressed. At first, I was just doing Wi-Fi, and it was a little bit choppy, like yeah. a little bit slow. And 
the graphics were kind of pixelated and weird and stuff, and I was like, yeah, this isn't great. But then I have I have two uh, Ethernet connections in my room, so I plug my laptop into the Ethernet, and that made a world of a difference. And it was it was seamless. It was great. Um, and I realized I didn't even need to plug my controller into my laptop. I <clears throat> had my Xbox controller, and I just plugged it back into the PC, and I could control it from there, um, even though I was watching it on my laptop. So at that point, it was essentially just streaming the video feed of the game that I was playing. Nice. Uh, and it's really nice. Like, even if I'm, if the desktop is playing the game and I'm playing on my laptop, I can quit on my laptop and it'll still run on my desktop. And then at any point, I can just click stream again on my laptop and it'll put me right back in the game where I was. Um, so they make it really easy and, and seamless and stuff. And it's really cool. Um, trying to think. I feel like I had more to talk about with that, but I can't think of it right now. It's, it's, it was impressive, to say the least. Okay, good. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, so if, if you've got a, a setup that warrants it, I would, I would definitely recommend trying. It was really easy to set up. You just have to, in your Steam settings, you have to make sure you're clicked on the beta for in both systems. Because um, essentially all you're doing is logging into Steam on both systems. Yeah. The, the, one, the streamer and the streamy, you need to be logged in. Yeah. And selected beta, and then whatever's on the library of one shows up in the library of other the other one, and you just click stream, and there it is. Yeah, it's that easy. Yeah, I tried it during the beta, uh, much earlier, maybe earlier this year even. Um, and it, it, same same thing. The wireless didn't work all that great, uh, but wire definitely definitely made it improve. I played some Crusader Kings on it, and it was it was very cool. Yeah, and I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Our our Wi-Fi here is is pretty bad. We have one of those old uh, the router that everyone had the the Linksys, the Linksys. Yeah, the one that Walmart had that yeah. with the two antennas that pretty much everyone bought. <laughs> that's the one I have. Yeah, yeah. That was uh, it, it, that was average when you bought it like six or eight years ago. Yeah, it was average, but also like solid. Yeah, you know, it was reliable, yep. and everybody had it because it was inexpensive and it was just good value, yeah. even though it wasn't great. Um, and that's the one we have here. But apparently, if you if you have an N router or what's the newest one, you AB, AC, AC, yeah. um, that makes a huge difference. Or just linking up through Ethernet. You don't even have an N router? No, it's G. Wow, it's probably yeah. what I have too. Probably. That's, Do I need to upgrade? Dan? You need to upgrade. Okay, you can get a really good one for like fifty bucks. You sent me one that yeah. I still have the link for. It's a D link. I think it was yeah. forty four. That's the one I have. Forty four yeah. bucks. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't really use Wi-Fi for anything. Everything, right? You know, my, my gaming and stuff is all Ethernet, so yeah. I don't worry about it too much. But uh, I would definitely recommend it if that's something you're thinking of. I would consider what kind of router you have because it does make a difference. Right. Okay. Uh, and my last thing is the question of the week. I haven't come up with a question of the week for this week, but uh, I guess we'll get into. I think only one person really answered my question of the week, so we'll get into it and in feedback. Uh-huh. Um, and that was what game or real or made up would get you to buy a console regardless of anything else. Corey, right. we had a late participant actually, so there's another one. Oh good, we got a couple. Mm-hmm. Good. Excellent. You want you want to maybe give a think of a question by the end of the episode? Oh yeah, I'll have one by the end of the episode. Okay. Sounds good. Uh for me, I I wanted to say that uh, you know, my Mario Kart's coming tomorrow. We already talked about that. The only other thing I I have to report is that uh, for right now, on Origin for PC, you can download Battlefield 3 for free. Uh, so I suggest doing that. I downloaded it for free today. I, I'll play it through the campaign. I don't think I'll do any of the multiplayer, but 
Um, you know, just to add another game to my beaten games list. I think the campaign's like six hours. Well, you like the Battlefield Three campaign, right? Not as much as the fourth one, but oh, I did it was, like it. It was the fourth one that you liked better. Okay. Yeah, I generally like the campaigns. Right. Yeah, to so, varying degrees. Right. So I'm going to play the campaign, and, and that'll be my Battlefield 3 experience a couple years late. But better late than never, right? Yeah. True. Okay. That's all I got. So uh, we'll take a quick break and get feedback together and be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 149 of Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. We are in our feedback segment. Uh, let's uh, let's do our voicemail first. And here we go. Wait. What? How did we get to feedback without doing what we played? Oh, Not that's Dan. right. I'm, I'm going out of order, aren't I? Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> and I said I wanted to have all myself together. <laughs> you, you ducks in a row. It, you know, I had one beer. I'm really drunk. That's why. But anyway, yeah, let's do what we played. Uh, Eric, you want to go first? Yeah, I don't really have much. I played a little more Wolfenstein. Uh, that's really the only other thing I played other than Watch Dogs. Yeah, I think that maybe that's why I wanted to skip because I don't think any of us have a ton to talk <laughs> yeah. about. Uh, no, I, I'm still really enjoying Wolfenstein. I want to go back to it before I play too much more Watch Dogs so mm-hmm. that I don't get out of it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't really have too much too other much to say about it other than I still like it. Okay, uh, Will, you got anything? Uh, more. Just bravely default. I probably won't be playing anything else until I beat that game because uh-huh. I'm in chapter seven, so I'm kind of close. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, the only problem is I'm getting tired of doing the same chapter over yeah. and over again. It gets it gets brutal. Definitely. Yeah, is there any point for me in chapter seven to take out all the side bosses or no? Uh, no, I stopped doing that probably in chapter six. Okay, because you get the conjurer in six, so yeah. there's no point then. Yeah. Then okay. you, just, you just do the ones that you have to, and then All move right. on. I'm uh I'm in fifty some hours now, so okay. So I mean I'm close. What is it? Chapter eight, and then final chapter. Yep. Sweet. <laughs> yes, that's what it is. So you're, um, you're getting there. Yeah, I'm about there, right? Yeah. One another ten hours, I assumed. It depends on how long it takes you to fight the 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 late bosses. See, all my characters are level 70, and I have my system down. Okay. Yeah, you have should got, be fine. Have I gone over my system? Uh, I don't think so. Not recently. Go ahead. Uh, basically, what I do is I have Agnes as a spirit uh, master and white mage, mm-hmm. Ring a Bell as the arcanist and black mage, uh, Idea as my Templar with sword magic, mm-hmm. and Tiz is my dark knight with pirate abilities and so what i do is i basically brave until everybody had or default until everybody has the max battle points uh and then i rampart with uh idea repeat like repeatedly Mm -hmm. because most like the bosses do physical damage yep and that blocks one physical attack per character exactly um while the whole time (laughs) i have tiz doing a combination of the debuff stuff from the pirate and dark knight attacks um, and then basically I use uh, the decreased magic defense with Tiz, and then I raise elemental damage with um, Agnes, and then I sacrifice with uh, Ring a Bell. So, you know, my magic damage is all the way up, and then I basically brave eight times in a row and do eight attacks, and then I just rinse and repeat until I kill the boss. Nice. And that's my strategy, and that's worked so far. 
And, and all my characters are 70, so I do some good damage. Yeah, you're probably higher than most things that you fight, so. Yep. So, yeah, working my way. Maybe I'll try and beat it this weekend. Yeah, I would think if you put a good push on, you should be able to get it. That's Oh, wait, Mario Kart. Crap. Oh, that's, yeah, yeah, Mario Kart's coming out tomorrow. You may be occupied with something yeah. else. Yeah. I'll okay. have a beat within the next two weeks, is my guess. Okay. But that's all I played. All right. Corey, what about you? I played quite a bit, Dan. All right. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm losing my voice a little bit. Uh, you were screaming uh, for excitement. What's up? You were screaming in excitement, right? No, no. I was a little bit under the weather, and I had a cough and stuff earlier today. Oh. Well, we should say we watched the end of the the Rangers game as they they punched their ticket to the Stanley Cup Finals in between in between uh, the break, so or during the break. Yeah. And uh, as part of that, I did a shot of whiskey. So yep. as that consumes my blood, um, I will slowly become less coherent. Okay. Nothing wrong with that. Did I mention that I beat Mario Golf? No. No. Well oh. uh, <clears throat> I beat it the same time you did, Dan. I had done what, you know, got the credits to roll by beating those three main courses, but uh-huh. I just never mentioned it. I don't okay. know why until now. Um, there's yeah, not, I, I, I beat that game. What? There's not much to do to beat it, you know. So it no, it's an easy one for it, Eric it, and Will. If you guys haven't done it, yeah, I do haven't. It. No. <laughs> All right, doesn't take much. Uh, but I also played our second tournament. I think Dan, you you did it. Will, did you do it yet? Nope. Oh uh, wait, no, not the third. I did the second one, not the third one yet. And I tied Dan's score at. Unless Dan, you've beaten this, but last time I checked, it was seven under. Okay. It's a much harder course, right? Um, it is much harder, but I fortunately had a nice chip-in eagle nice. on a par four. Ooh, nice. So that really helped me. I'll have to go back and play it again and give it another shot. Yeah, it's it's a much harder course. The greens especially, there's a lot more going on in the greens, yeah. <clears throat> which makes all the difference. If you can, if you can, It's not hard to get on in two shots, um, but it's that putt that, that can be difficult sometimes. Yeah. But I'm thinking about trading it in. Yeah. Had enough. I like it. It's just there's not really much going on. Yeah. If you if you don't get into the tournaments and stuff, there <laughs> there's really not. Well, not even not. that. Like all the equipment I've unlo- unlocked, it it's all it all gives me the same stats. Right. So it's not even like I can mix and match mix and match equipment to get a certain loadout. Yeah. Uh, I don't know to to what extent that stuff. How much variation there is in the equipment, but everything I've gotten so far gives me one of two sets of stats. Yeah. So I don't know. That okay. could be a really fun part of it, but if it's not going to take advantage of it, then what's the point? I right. don't know. Um, Infinity Blade 3 on my phone I finally beat. Well done. Hey. Thank you. Thank you. See, so Dan, you can add that to the list. I've talked about Will that do. quite a bit, so I won't, I won't talk about it anymore. Uh, Lord of the Rings War in the North. I also beat, finally. Hey. I had some time well to play games. That's why I got through these. Um, but I have a bone to pick with Lord of the Rings War in the North. And, uh, it's part of that Snowblind, the developer. If there's a bug in your game that literally prevents you from beating the game, there's a problem with your game. Uh-huh. Really? Yes. Like, it's not. It's uh, it's inexcusable in my opinion. Um, have you guys ever played a game where there's a bug that just prevents you from beating the game? 
If I did, I progressing in the story. If I did, I don't remember because it does, pissed me off too much. Does Assassin's Creed Three count as a bug? <laughs> the whole game's a bug. <laughs> yes, Erica does. Then yes, <laughs> the tailing. Missions. So we all have. It's one big glitch. Yeah, this is a clusterfuck. Um, so here's the deal with Lord of the Rings: War in the North. The last level, uh, Chapter Eight. I forget. I forget the pronunciation, but it's like Cairn Doom or something like that. Uh, you're cl- literally going through a like dr- a sewage pipe. And there's all sorts of sorts of graphical things going on, like flashes of lightning and and water running and little critters running around and stuff. But from what I understand, and this is just what I've read on message boards because I couldn't find it addressed anywhere by the developer, or publisher, or anything like that. Uh, it's not optimized, so everyone who ha- happens to have an AMD graphics card of a certain make or model or whatever has this bug where the game quits on them. Sweet. Right. So I was reading around and some people suggested if you lower the graphical stuff all the way down, you can get through it. So I did that, still had the same bug and crashed. Granted, I have, I don't have a great graphics card. I have a pretty good graphics card, but this game is also like three years old. So it's not like my graphics card can't handle it. I had everything at max all the way through the game until this point. So I lowered all the settings, and like I said, I, I still got booted out. I read somebody else that said, if you lower all the settings, <clears throat> use the bow or the staff, zoom in and stare at the ground to walk through this level, you'll get through it without it crashing. Oh, my Jesus. God. This is why I don't so, do PC. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, so I did that. Still crashed on me. Uh, I was like... I gotta say, Corey, so, this is a testament to your fortitude that you kept going. The thing, Eric, when I when the when the challenge arises, <laughs> yeah, I have to you, answer. Yeah, it. I, I understand you know, that. Like, a, I, a technical I, I problem just, like that, you ha- you can't let it defeat you. You can't lose to the AI, right? Exactly. I get so steamed and I get so competitive, and I'm like, I just I'm gonna show this fucking game, <laughs> and I, I was just texting you guys, and I'm like, I am gonna give this game a shit review. Yeah, and I'm still giving it a shit review. I give it a big fat zero because it's absolutely ridiculous that anyone would have to do this to get through the game even though i liked the game a whole lot what did you have to what did you have to end up doing okay so i did some more research and somebody said if you roll back your graphics card drivers to like 12.2 which was a graphics card driver from like 2011 or 12 or something like that you'll get through it so i did that it still didn't work so then I did a combination of everything. I lowered the graphics all the way down. I set the resolution at 800 by 600, windowed mode. So I just had a little window on my desktop. I used the staff and zoomed in at the ground, and I had roll back, roll back drivers. That's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Who found this to make it work? I don't know. People as desperate as I am, I guess. <laughs> I was finally able to get through the, the problem part. <clears throat> And then once I did it, I got, like, it says, like, once you get to the bridge, you're okay. So I got to the bridge, and I was like, all right, I'm at the bridge. Everything's going smoothly. I got attacked by a bunch of guys. I was doing my whole combat thing. Everything was fine. I get to the the final boss of the game, and I'm fighting through the final boss of the game. It's a long fight. The guy has a lot of health. A lot of stuff goes on in between. I get him down to the point where he's got maybe a little sliver, like one sixteenth, a little sliver of health. And I see, like, all of a sudden his armor turns green. And, I'm, like, a weird, like, crackly, pixely green. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> it's happening again. 
Sure enough, it found the game me. crashes. It crashed again oh. at the last boss when I was that close to killing him. <laughs> I would have right. died. Fortunately, there's a save point right before the boss. <laughs> I go back in, get the boss all the way down. Right before I kill him, like the ba- the crash of the destructible barrels and the, the level that you're fighting the boss turn green. Game crashes again. <laughs> Say almost almost the same place, and I was like, "This is this is too much of a coincidence." Um, but it turns out the third time through, it happened again. Every like the barrels turned green, and I was able to kill him and advance to the final cinematic, and it still got through the game. So I don't know what the deal was, but in my opinion, that is inexcusable and ridiculous. Yeah, especially years later. Yeah, what, what that game came out in 2011. Yeah. Or early 2012, I don't remember. I think it was 2011. I think Will wrote a review for that. a while that back. When we first started the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I think I think you're right. I think it was like early autumn of 2011. Yeah, yeah it was one of my first reviews. Huh. So, n- nonetheless, uh, I really love that game. I really hate how that last part of it turned <clears throat> out because that was absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, that is awful. It's really sad, but um, again, that's the barrier of you know the barrier you face when you get into PC gaming is you have stuff like that that you have to deal with. You know, it's going to happen on some game somewhere, um, and you know you gotta you gotta develop the problem solving skills to to figure it out and fix everything. You know, it's really sad. Uh, and then when I was all done with everything, I had to re-update the drivers and figure out what the hell was what. Uh, but in the process of doing that, I discovered Dan. You always talk about Nvidia's uh, game optimizing tool. Yeah, What's it called uh, GeForce Experience. GeForce Experience. Uh, AMD has one as well. Mm-hmm. It's and it's an offshoot of Raptor. Um, yeah. Raptor Evolved or something like that. Okay. Um, AMD Gaming Evolved, which is like a Raptor software product uh-huh. uh, and and I I I hadn't used it before, and I discovered it, and I plugged it in and it does make everything really easy it tells you what games you have installed and all you have to do is click on it the game and then click optimize and it'll automatically optimize the settings for you you don't yeah. have to do anything which is fantastic it really is fantastic um so go, going off of that i i did that for dark souls 2 and because i was out i was out of work today i had a i had a cough and my boss who is a big germaphobe germaphobe didn't even want me to come in um which, you know, I'm not really going to complain when that happens. <laughs> yeah. So I was able to hang out and play Dark Souls 2 most of today with uh, the optimized graphic settings. I didn't notice anything, but apparently it did change a couple things. Um, but I played a lot of Dark Souls 2, and I was in... What's the one with the poison? The gulch? <clears throat> uh, Dan had to step out for a minute, and I haven't gotten that far. Oh, you guys haven't gotten that far. Well, that's too bad. I wanted to talk to Dan about it, because he knows. Maybe I'll, I'll skip that for now. Uh, okay. Transist- did you play Transistor, Eric? No. You didn't play Transistor? Well, you played Transistor, right? Yeah, I did. Okay, so I, I booted up Transistor finally. Uh, that game did not hook me right away. No? No, I, I didn't give it that long. I only gave it like 15 minutes, <clears throat> 15, 30 minutes. <clears throat> Losing my voice here. I did really like the combat. I like that sort of mix of uh, real-time and uh, like the turn-based almost strategy of it where you could pause and set a certain amount of moves in advance and then go through there. Yeah. That was really cool, um, but in terms of everything else, like I was just, I don't know, it, it didn't, it didn't hook me. That's not to say if I give it the time it's due that it won't, but 
as of right now, it didn't. That's what two of the uh, guys on Giant Bomb said the same exact thing, Corey. Oh, really? Yep. Yeah, that's that's interesting. I mean, and and Bastion hooked me right away. I was really into Bastion. Yeah. Um, but Transistor just it didn't do it for me right away. I was a little bit put off, but you know, I'll give it I'll give it a little bit of time because you guys seem to like it so much. So maybe maybe it's it's better than I'm giving it credit for. Is Dan back yet? No, sir. Oh, I want to talk Dark Souls. Is he peeing? No, he's helping with the children's. Oh no! Do you guys have anything? Any games to talk about? I didn't play anything else. No. Shit. <laughs> well, I guess that'll do it for the segment. Uh, hey, Corey, the Bravely Default video you put up, I think, is a spoiler for me. Mm. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, this is part 83. <laughs> it's probably pretty far. She's ruined the whole game for Will. I don't know who a boss is later. Thanks. <clears throat> Corey, Sorry, do your well. E3 predictions. Um, no, I'll wait. I only have two. I was supposed to have three. <laughs> well, what are we going to do? I don't know how to run this damn computer. None of us know how to host a podcast either. Isn't that weird? What do we talk about? <laughs> Dan's not here to direct us. We're falling <laughs> apart. About. What? Um, so Thursday, yesterday, two days ago. Was my roommate Jared's birthday? Yeah. And somebody got him the new Pokemon for his birthday. Sweet. Which means I got to get the new Pokemon. Yeah. Which one are you getting? He got X, so I got to get Y. I think I got the red one, whichever that is. Pokemon Red? No. (laughs) Will, which one is it? I think it's Y. Yeah, that sounds right to me. I I actually just thought to myself, I'm going to delete Bravely Default off my 3DS and put Pokemon on there. It's a good call. Yeah. You'll probably play Pokemon a lot longer than you played Bravely Default. Probably. I hope, at least. Yeah, I mean, what do you think about all these Pokemon remakes, Will? I like them because I played them when I was a lot younger, and... I have very fond memories of them, and if they're remaking the newest one with how Pokemon X and Y was made, like with the 3D and stuff like that, I think it'll be awesome. Great news. He's... Dan's back. Whew, we, we fell apart without you down oh, here. Did you? Yeah. Corey wants to talk Dark Souls with you. Okay. Let's do it. We've got a special guest in the house, too. Gimli? Max. Hi, Max. Max was fighting bedtime. Oh, Max wasn't ready for bed, eh? Nope. Well, the Rangers are going to the Stanley Cup. Do you blame them? Here, do you want to listen to Uncle Will and Uncle Corey? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> has he got headphones on? Yeah, yeah. he does. Hey, hey Max, Max, it's Uncle Corey. And Uncle Will. Say hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead and talk Dark Souls, Corey. <laughs> I'm losing my voice a little bit. I'm struggling here. Uh, I was waiting for you because... I got to play Dark Souls today because I was out of work with yeah. an illness, yeah. um, and I got I got all the the great souls uh-huh. except for the one at the bottom of the Iron Keep. Okay, that's the worst. Did you have trouble getting down there? Yeah. At the bottom of Iron Keep. Yeah, the one with all the lava. It's the one where <clears throat> after you kill the optional boss, you get another bonfire. Yeah, and you have to go through like that all those platforms that are raised above the lava and down a tunnel and down like a spiral staircase and into that little tunnel with the turtle guys. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know what you mean. Uh, 
and that I'm just having a devil of a time getting down there and being able to kill the boss. I had I help spent with that. Hours on it. The you mean the the big demon guy that comes out of the lava, or is he a dragon? Yes. Okay. Yep. Uh, okay, get down. You got you got to be quiet while you're down here, bud. Here, let me help you. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he, uh, I had help with that one. One of the things that, that people did is they went, cause you know, you're, you're kind of on the, the small platform, but if, if you, Max, you have to be quiet, bud. That's my fridge. <laughs> if, if, if you go around the, like, if you, you know, you go in the thing and you're facing the, the bad guy, if you go around the right hand side, there's a little, uh, area over there where you can hide, like when he does his fire attacks and stuff. Uh, so try, try going over there and using like a ranged attack. Okay, but I like I said, I also summoned two people to help me with that that boss Easy with help then, huh? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, but, I always try. Like when I get to the boss, if I'm hollow, I'll just keep putting down my soapstone. Yeah, so people summon um, you, and then you get you get right. Rid I of can your... learn how to fight the boss from that. There's no, you know, I don't lose anything if I die. I can mm-hmm. just go back and then put down another soapstone. Um, that's my strategy for for bosses anyway. And then once we finally beat it, then I become. Uh, human full health with my SS flask refilled, and then I summon other people. And yeah, go in. yeah. Then I was gonna say, <clears> then you can summon. Yeah. So I mean, I've just been having a devil of a time with that. I can't kill those freaking turtle guys either. What What level is your guy? A hundred and maybe hundred and seventeen, I think. I wonder if you could summon me, and I could help you. We should try. We should try that this weekend. Yeah, maybe because I um, still have it all installed and everything. So. So that's where I am right now, but before that, I hadn't played in maybe a month. Like, mm-hmm. that's how long it's been since I played Dark Souls 2. Um, and I booted it up just on a whim, and I was in Black Gulch. Is that the one? Which which is the one with all the poison? Yeah, that's it's Black Gulch. It's all black, but there's, like, a green phosphorescent yeah. glow type of thing. Yeah, right after the gutter. Yep. I booted that up just on a whim and was just, like, dicking around and, like, just beat the boss without even remembering how to play my character. That boss was, was very easy. Yeah, I, I soloed was... that boss actually. Oh, you did? Yeah, that's impressive. Even yeah. so, it, well, he wasn't um... very hard because he's he's slow. I just stayed away from him and shot him full of arrows, and then uh, once he once he got low in health, I got in close and hit him hard a couple times and beat him. All right, all right. Yeah, I mean, I I pretty much rolled until I got to that Iron Keep, and that's like the last great soul I need to get. I think yeah. I beat all all the bosses otherwise. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> uh, that's that's what you, that's Dark Souls, though. I mean, you, you you go along really well for a while, and then you hit a boss where you need to stop, um, and then and then you come back to him, like you know, a day later, a couple days later, and and you'll you'll beat him. I so. know that's what I have in store for me when I go back. Yeah, this is the Sentinels. Oh, okay. So that was that was probably probably the hardest boss I fought in the entire game. Yeah. If I had to had to guess, yeah, I, I'm not I, I died to like thirty times fighting those guys. Oh, goodness! <laughs> but I, and I eventually got help and and figured it out. But yeah. that was tough. That boss. Dan, did you fight the boss that's in the chapel? It's like two bosses. The, the one guy uh, like throws yes. shit at you, and in, the rest is like the congregation in in Drang Lake Castle. No, I'm not at Drang Lake yet. Oh yeah, yeah. We're yeah. He he summons a bunch of other guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I fought him. That was a cool boss fight. Yes, it was. Because that was that's the only one I soloed too. Of all the boss fights, it's the only one. You saw you sold that one. Yeah. I I don't think I could have soloed that guy. 
It's cake, bro. Well, I, I mean, I, I couldn't. There was too many guys. I couldn't avoid damage well enough to do it by myself. Right. Yeah, because yeah, I, I you couldn't. You're not like defensive. No, you're offensive. No, I couldn't take hits very well at all. Right. Yeah. If I have my shield up and I have stamina, I'm I'm essentially like impervious to damage, uh, physical damage. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Dark Souls Two is is still great. And, it is and great. S- as soon as I booted it up, I was, I was back immersed into it. So nice. I hope to have that beat by next week. I have some gaming time this weekend, Friday and Sunday. So nice. finally, finally, I'm back in the swing of things. Good, beautiful, good, good. Okay. Anything else? No, that's it. I talked about Transistor, but you missed it. Oh, okay. What'd you think of it? Uh, it didn't hook me. I liked the combat, but other than that, it, it didn't grab me. I could see that. I haven't I haven't played it since, but I mean it's because games came out, you know, like Watch Dogs. I had to play, so right. I, I understand that completely. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. Oh yeah, go ahead. It's it's right over there. Go get it. Go ahead, Max. You can have that beer. That's Todd's bear. <laughs> bear. I <laughs> oh. uh, so so I I played two things other than Watch Dogs this week. I played uh, more more. Um, See, I don't have my notes, so I'm drawing blanks. Uh, Earthbound. Uh, I'm in. Do you guys remember Moonside? Oh yeah. I just no. got Moonside is four side, but it's the it's the dark version where everything's neon. Uh, weird. Do you remember that? No, not and, at and all. And you, and you fight the like the ruined clocks and the old gas pumps and I stuff. I remember it. Okay. Wow, uh, that's that awesome. Yeah. No, it's it's a great game. Uh, I I still am am loving that. Uh, again, I play that during the day, but I think Mario Kart is going to replace that for a while. I, I can actually, you know, play Mario Kart with with the kids around and not not worry about anything. So, um, so pro- probably Earthbound will take a seat for a little while, but still a really good game. Holds Earthbound's up. Great, yeah. Uh, I think tw- next year it'll be twenty years since Earthbound's been out. Oh so, wow! Yeah. Oh, thanks, buddy. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, and then the other th- other thing I played was the original Dark Souls. Um, I still had the Dark Souls itch a little bit uh, after after the the end of Dark Souls two, so I I, just, I figured I would go back and play, and play the first one again. Uh, and I booted it up, and the the graphics were awful. Um, I didn't notice that when I played it the first time, but after playing Dark Souls two and then going back and playing one, uh, they're pretty bad. But luckily for for PC, there's a, a patch that you can install. Yep, go ahead. <laughs> uh, luckily, there's a patch you can install that, that greatly improves the graphics. So that so that's a good thing. Uh, it it's still not as like smooth as Dark Souls Two, but it, it's 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 serviceable and and it makes for a decent playing. Ex- <laughs> Little does Max know, millions of people are hearing him. Yeah, millions. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, what, buddy? You, uh, the microphone can hear you, believe me. This is your first <laughs> podcast, Max. What do you want to say to the world? Nothing? No? He's, no? <laughs> I got nothing. You shook his head. I, but he, he, there's definitely, in in the first Dark Souls, it doesn't have the polish that Dark Souls 2 has. Um, I, I the, the, the controls are, aren't as, aren't as tight and smooth as, as Dark Souls 2. Uh, the characters don't feel as good you know, playing them like in your hands as, as Dark Souls two, um, but it, it's still it's still fun. I was a lot better at it after having played Dark Souls two, 
uh, for 45 hours or however long it took me to beat it. So, so that was a good thing. Um, I did, did enjoy my time with it. And that's another one I'll play bit by bit here and there. Um, more it, difficult, it, you said. Oh, though, right? Way more difficult. Way more difficult. Uh, I only got... Do you, do you think that comes down to just the fact that the, the like it doesn't feel as good in, in your hands, or do you think it's just a more difficult game? I think, I think it probably is just a more difficult game, especially at the beginning. Um, yeah. I think that's that's kind of the test is getting through the beginning of the game and getting your character kind of, your your uh, your template for your character kind of built and 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 situated you know. Mm-hmm. So. Well, it's also like it's also a big learning experience because not a lot of people are familiar with that kind of game, and a lot of people like didn't understand that the only way to learn where to go was just by trying something and feeling it out. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Which is it, different. It, it is a different experience, you know. Compa- you know, most games just tell you where to go, and yeah. then open world games have like maps and stuff that you can look at to kind of know where you want to go. But this, you know, this has neither. You know, so it doesn't tell you where to go, and it doesn't give you a map. You got to remember everything. But at the same time, that's part of the the allure of it, you know. Sure. And there's still plenty of people playing it, which which I was surprised. I had no no I didn't I haven't summoned anyone, but there's the the brief times where I was actually a human, you know, there was there was plenty of summon signs around if I did want to summon someone to help me. So, that was also a good thing. Do I have a background, Daddy? Yeah, cuz you're supposed to be in bed by now. Huh, bud. <laughs> uh so that's all I played. Uh, hey, yeah, hang on a minute, buddy. Um, yeah, we're gonna take a quick break. Uh, I'm gonna get my son sorted out, and uh, <laughs> we'll be right back with feedback right after this. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 149 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. Now we are officially in our feedback segment. I know I screwed up earlier and said that uh well i wanted to skip what we played i don't know why for whatever reason maybe it's because i didn't play a lot this week but other than watchdogs um i will start with our twitter feedback from mnels 87 or michael minnesota who says in response to our tweet about more witcher 3 info june 5th he said this is when i start to shut out all info so as not to build stupid expectations and i agree with that and i generally try to do that with my games uh Especially after the whole Watch Dogs debacle and now the division and stuff, like if you, I like to you know get excited for things, but at the same time, uh, you know our motto is temper your expectations. You know you gotta you gotta I guess be realistic about things. You know, um, yeah. I, I also try to do the same thing, but The Witcher Three is is a game that I, I'm super excited for. So. That's 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 one that's going to be hard to contain excitement for. I think you know, mm-hmm. uh, especially I would like to, very much like to see what CD Projekt Red's vision for an open world is, um, just because there's the, you know The Witcher and The Witcher Two were both very well crafted games with uh, they did the Shades of Grey very well too, and as far as the morality goes, so I'll be interested to see how they apply that to a, a fully open world game. Um, it's gonna be interesting, but yeah, I, I I'm in agreement. You you gotta you gotta be careful with your excitement on on things, you know. Um, luckily, I think that their delay will probably only be till I think February. They said when it's supposed yeah. to come out. So, I think Pro- CD Projekt Red because, and I don't even know why they said they delayed it. I, I don't think they ever confirmed that it would be coming out in 2014. Pretty sure they didn't. Yeah, I think they said it possibly 2014, yeah. but that was only possibly so. 
Um, again, delaying games that don't have a release date. Like Watch Dogs, uh, it needed to be delayed because it was supposed to be a launch title for PS4 and Xbox One. Um, they needed to delay it, you know, because it had a, a release date. Right. Whatever. You know, that's a whole other thing that we don't want to get into right now, rabbit hole. Uh, so Facebook, this is from Idaho Jake, who says... Hi, guys. To answer Corey's question uh, of the week, if Fallout 4 or the next single-player Elder Scrolls come out exclusively on one console, I would buy that console or a game like Viking Battle of Asgard. A single-player or in first- or third-person open-world RPG set in the Middle Ages. Um, the main quest, you are a warrior that becomes a knight that has to go into enemy camps and villages to rescue other soldiers. When you get enough soldiers, you can take on different enemy strongholds. That would there would have to be millions of different side quests and smithing and cool deep character creation. Now I rented Wolfenstein and I agree with Eric. It is a really good game and I recommend people to it. At least try it. At least try it. I've also bought Skyrim with Hearthfire, Saints Row two, three, and four, Viking, Witcher one and two, Dragon Age Origins Ultimate Edition for less than fifty bucks. It's funny. I started to watch hockey and my wife complained, "Why are you watching hockey?" Do that in a bitchy voice, bitchy woman's voice. That was my bitchy woman's voice, by the way. Um, but now she sits here watching with me and yelling at the refs or cheering for the Hawks and Rangers. She does the same thing for football. I will miss about an hour or two because my oldest is graduating eighth grade to become a freshman, and he's going to play soccer, and my second oldest is graduating kindergarten. I like the fact that the PS Plus is going to start giving PS4 owners two games instead of one. Uh, well, guys, have a good podcast, and maybe I will jump into the chat later. So thanks for that, Jake. Uh, so, yeah, he's saying Fallout Fallout 4 or the next uh, single-player Elder Scrolls game would get him to buy one console over the other. I think Will is kind of in agreement there, at least with Fallout. Yeah, that was the one that I was thinking. Okay. Um, also, uh, single-player first- or third-person open-world RPG set in the Middle Ages. Now, Jake, there is a game coming out, and the name escapes me at the moment, but it, it was recently on Kickstarter, and it's a, a low fantasy, as they call it. It's just a, a Middle Ages RPG. Um, God dang it, I wish the name didn't escape me right now. But there's no, like, fantasy elements. Um, it's just Middle Ages, like, kind of a realistic uh, Middle Age European setting. I would like that. Um, and it looks great. And I think that's kind of what you're looking for here, Jake. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll have to look up the name because it was recently on Kickstarter, maybe like two or three months ago, and it was Kickstarted. It was successful. Uh, I wish there was more info about it. It has a weird name, too, not something you'd expect for a medieval RPG, but there it is. Uh, bought a bunch of games. Uh, wait till Steam Summer Sales come out, Jake. Um, <laughs> you're going to build your library really fast. He bought... Saints, uh, Skyrim with Hearthfire, Saints Row 2, 3, and 4, uh, Viking Battle of Asgard, Witcher 1 and 2, Dragon Age Origins Ultimate Edition for less than 50 bucks. That's a good haul. Yeah. Um, And yeah, Steam Summer Sales are coming up. They're usually, I feel like the end of June, if I remember correctly. So yeah, now's a good time. That's a lot of gameplay time in those games he bought. (laughs) Yeah. They're all, yeah, they're all RPGs. Uh, I was looking at my Saints Row the Third, and I spent thirty nine hours playing Saints Row the Third. I think oh, wow. uh, four. I think I was at like twenty five or twenty six hours. So, Dragon Age Origins is a long one. Skyrim obviously is a long one. Witcher one and two are long ones. So, well done. Uh, he said his wife started to watch hockey. 
Uh, yeah, hockey's a great sport, and it's one. It, I don't know that it translates as well to TV. It's definitely one that's better in person. Um, but but as you you know you learn you begin to like the sport you it's it I think it's better too now because of HD TV you can see more yeah. of the ice. Back when it was the old four by three TVs, they couldn't really show very much. But now with HD TV and the, sometimes the puck was hard to follow if the the definition wasn't very good. But HD TV definitely helped hockey. Um, and it's a uh, playoff hockey's there's nothing better. So <clears throat> welcome uh, welcome to the hockey world, Jake. Um, PS Plus, we talked about that. Given PS4 game owners or PS4 owners two games instead of one, that's awesome. Uh, especially if they're gonna start giving out like full retail games. I kind of want to play uh, Killzone again. I wouldn't mind if they give that away. Uh, I want to <laughs> replay the shitty missions that they had <laughs> towards the end. <laughs> I might so, give it a whirl. See if how they much if they do. It. Yeah, it was, uh, you just have to download it. You yeah. know. Um, and I guess they're going to do four-player co-op, which I think is cool for the campaign. Oh, really? Yeah, so that would be fun to do if, yeah, if they would. ended up giving that one away. So, um, so yeah, thanks for that, Jake. Uh, wait, wait, real quick, Dan. Yo. This was ahead. a late entry. Mm-hmm. This was another answer to Corey's uh, what game would get you to buy a console. Oh, cool. Andy says he would buy a, for Firefly the game. Oh, oh. That's excellent. I don't know anything about Firefly. Firefly is, yeah, Firefly is awesome. Uh, I still haven't seen Serenity since I watched Firefly. I have to, I, someday I'll sit down and watch it. I actually watched it before I even was aware what Firefly was. Serenity is the movie. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, a good, a well done Firefly game I think would be awesome because Firefly is like a, it's like a space western. Hmm. It's a, you know, kind of a blend of the, the genres. And it's very well. And Nathan Fillion is like, all the actors are excellent and it. it's a very well done. It's only like 10 episodes or 12 episodes. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, about 40 something minutes each. It's not very long. I don't know how much you'd like it, Eric. Yeah. I know science fiction isn't really your thing. Right. Yeah. That's what um, I was thinking. But. Plus yeah, Derek it's, comes it's, out tomorrow. <laughs> oh, nice. Two. Oh yeah, that's right. Very nice. Okay. Um, yeah, no, a Firefly game would be great. There's, wasn't there were, uh, like a teasing about a Firefly I game at some point. I thought I remembered hearing Corey that. would know yeah. because I think he was the one that brought it up. He's busy being a queen. Right. <laughs> Having to go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So, yeah, thanks for that. Uh, do you guys want to chime in about what, 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 what would get you to buy one specific system over the other? I said something last time, and I think I said a new Last of Us, even though I don't really want one. Right. Other than that... I can't really think of anything, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. Yeah. For me, it's hard because um, it would have to be an amazing exclusive. Yeah. Which I think exclusives are going to get more and more rare as time yeah, progresses. That's, that's the thing. Uh, because you're really, you're really ham, you know, you're hamstringing yourself by putting uh, a game on one system as opposed to the other. And PC has, like, the Steam has 65 million people playing it. At any given time, there's at least like six million people playing games on Steam. Uh, you know that's a hard um, demographic to ignore. You know, so I think you know even if they don't go to both consoles, one will you know they'll they'll be on PC and one of the consoles. So, uh, but but I I would probably go Jake's route and have a really Elder awesome uh, no a really awesome like RPG uh, okay. first or third person uh, medieval RPG like that game I I was talking about earlier that I I don't know, can't remember the name of. Um, 
something like that, something, you know, kind of different, maybe, uh, also like historically accurate, maybe at least as far as the setting goes, which yeah. this one is supposed to be, but something like that would, would get me to buy one system over the other. Um, I, I'm with you, Eric. I think Halo is a little bit played out. I think so. Um, uh, Elder Scrolls could probably get me. Yeah. One more time. Yeah, I think so. Uh, because they're vastly different from yeah. one another, you know, between Morrowind and, yeah. and Oblivion and, and Skyrim. Yeah, they are. So, okay. What about you, Will? Fallout? Uh, probably Fallout 4. Yeah. Which yeah, easily. Which, in all fairness, would probably never be uh, uh, an exclusive. Oh, God, no. <laughs> they, again, they don't, you know, they want to sell those to everybody, so... That'd be silly if they did. But if it was exclusive, uh, say it was exclusive to the Oya... Would you buy an Oya just for Then that? we could all laugh at Corey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'll show you, for Corey. Oya hate. See, we knew this was coming. We knew this. there was going to be big moves made by Oya. We had inside sources. They, yeah. they, they got exclusive rights to Fallout 4. Good folks over at Oya. That would certainly sell some Oyas, especially if they're still only selling for 100 bucks. Yeah. People would buy that. No, no question. Sure. They'd jack the Oya price up. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. They probably would take advantage of that. 300 I wouldn't pay three hundred even Fuck just for Fallout no. Four. <laughs> uh, Two hundred extra dollars for Fallout Four. Yeah. Plus the price of the game. Yep. Yeah. Sixty bucks. So, yeah, uh, Corey's not here for his thoughts, but maybe we'll get him next week. Uh, and then Dave in Boston says, "I'm actually sick of hearing about Watch Dogs. Blah blah blah. He got this great game coming out eventually. Uh, check out." A screenshot or a new video call me when the game comes out because at this point i'm sick of the hype that being said i'm hearing people really like it so and i think we were all kind of tired of the hype by the end of oh, it you God, know we yeah. just wanted it to come out so we could play it and feel you know experience it for ourselves yeah. we've kind of become jaded by hype i think for the most part there's still some holdouts that hype is is working its magic on me but like what Destiny is still a little bit. Uh-huh. I know that game uh, game reviewers and stuff kind of collectively shrugged about that and said it's good, it's but not that great, yeah. yeah, which is probably going to happen. But yeah. I, I still I still have a little bit of hope that that's yeah. going to be really good. We'll see, I guess. Right? I don't think any. I think uh, I'm pretty excited about Evolve. Yeah. The new you, know, Battlefield. you know what? Shadows of Mordor is looking oh, yeah. looking more cool the more I hear about Batman. it. Batman. Batman, yeah. There's actually some more coming out than I thought. Yeah. Oh, October is going to be brutal. Yeah. Uh, there's, I think, six games that I'm going to buy Oof. in October. Ouch. I'll have to look at the list. There's a lot. It's, is, that, it's, is Evolve coming out in October? Uh, it's fall at some point. Maybe, I don't maybe recall. Maybe it's August. Batman's coming out in October. Yeah. Shadows of Mordor, Dragon Age 3. Skylanders, Skylanders Trap Team. There's one coming out in between Batman and I don't know. I can't think yeah. of it now. But yeah, I think there, there's at least five games. I think six that are coming out in October that I'm gonna want to buy. Nice. One of them being seventy five dollars. Uh, I know <laughs> that one I probably will get from Newegg, so I don't have to pay tax on it. Yeah, <laughs> but we'll see when the time comes. Uh, so thanks for that, Dave and Jake. And uh, Michael, Minnesota, and Andy. I think Andy, it's Andy in Colorado. Is that, uh, yeah. is that where he's from? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, voicemail. Yes. Let's play the voicemail. So here we go. This is from Tito. Let me turn the volume a little bit. 
it's going to play. Hey guys, this is Tito from LA. Uh, real quick, uh, Eric, concerning you wanting to watch Game of Thrones on your TV, uh, you might be interested in uh, in looking to Google's Chromecast uh, device. Um, I just picked it up a couple weeks ago for 25 bucks, and it's exactly what I was looking at, uh, looking for because we have a TV in my apartment that's a really nice 65-inch TV in our living room, 1080p, but we don't have a HD cable plan, and we'd like to utilize the 1080p. So with the Google Chromecast, you can stream stuff from your phone or your laptop or computer to the TV wirelessly. And it's exactly what you might be looking for. You just hook it up on the back of a, an HDMI port on your TV, set it up wirelessly on your phone, and then a new button will appear on your apps from YouTube, Netflix, to HBO Go. You just push that button and you, there you go. It just starts streaming it to your TV. Works really, really well. So you might, that might be a solution for you. Second, um, is, uh, when, uh, Corey was showing footage of Viking Battle for Asgard, uh, last week, I was floored with how similar the graphics look to, uh, Kingdoms of Amalur and, uh, Everything from like the text box when you're speaking to people to the mini map and the buttons. So uh, I thought it was kind of funny, and I was wondering if some of those assets were just ripped off because it's kind of crazy how similar they look. So if Corey can do like a side by side and show some of it, it's, it's just kind of funny and interesting how uh, how similar some of the UI, uh, graphical elements look. Um, next up, in the soccer world, uh, just news sources are saying that David Villa who uh, is a forward for Spain and plays for Atletico Madrid, is coming to the new New York City football club. Um, and I'm really excited for that because he is actually my favorite player. Um, Lionel Messi, I think, is the best player probably ever. But uh, David Villa is actually my favorite player. And I can't wait to watch um, him playing. I don't know how well he'll do. He's past his prime, and uh, he's not as good as he used to be, but uh, I, I just think he's a great player, and that's I, I think that's really cool news that he's coming to the MLS, so I uh, can't wait for that. And then last to finish off, hopefully I haven't taken up too much time, but uh, I was watching some of the streams for Watch Dogs last week, and there's a this point in the game where you try to leave this hotel with uh, this woman, and you're ambushed by enemies, and I just thought how so many games that try to set themselves in a loose-based reality, like a Chicago or Los Angeles or any anything that's in the real world, yet you, you're facing waves and waves of enemies. And I just, I'm, I'm getting, uh, I'm not so much tired of it because I understand how you can't help but have those elements in games where you're shooting people. You're just going to end up killing hundreds and hundreds of people. But it, it just... If you think about it story-wise, it's like, who the heck are you facing that has an army of 10,000 people that they can send at you? It just doesn't make any sense. And I think it would be cool for a game to try to handle that a bit more realistically. And that's when I thought of Heavy Rain, because they were able to do something like that where when you're done with the campaign, there's just this one instance where you really only kill one person. And you may not even kill that person. But it's such a powerful climactic moment, and I thought that's really cool. And I I wish games would try to. I think it would just be cool that you play this badass, but you haven't killed anyone until maybe the very end, where you have a chance to just kill someone, and whether you want to do it or not. And I just I just think that's a bit more realistic, and I think it would be more powerful. And 
I mean, there's just so many games where you're, you're, I don't know, I'd like to hear your thoughts on that, but, uh, I mean, I understand it, I don't, it's not so much a dig into Watch Dogs, I mean, a lot of games do this, but I'm, I'm ready for a game that kind of handles how many people you're facing a bit more realistic, so that by the end of it, it's not like the U.S. government <laughs> has to send the army to just stop one person, because it's like, how many people did he kill last week? Oh, 500. It's just a bit <laughs> well, we can't find anyway, him anywhere. That's all I have to say. I'll see you guys around. All right. Thanks for that, Tito. So, Chromecast. Hey, guys. This is Tito. Dang it. I forget to do that every <laughs> single week. Uh, okay. It wouldn't be right if you didn't. Though. I know. It's almost yeah, expected I was, at this I, point. When he said that, I Googled the Google Chromecast. It's mm-hmm. pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much anything that you can put on a browser, you can take to your television, like yeah. even some programs and stuff. Well, I'm, I, cool. I'm, I'll probably hold out until the HBO Go app gets put on the new consoles. Right. I'm assuming it will be. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah. If I didn't have the, the options of the consoles, I would definitely look into that. Yeah. Plus, I mean, it's another – you probably don't have enough HDMI ports on your TV, do you? Nope. Yeah. <laughs> that's it would be one more thing to yeah. plug and unplug. That's actually I'm, – I'm probably going to get a Chromecast just, just for – uh, multimedia purposes. Um, I've been, I've been looking into them. I'm in, I'm in the same boat, and I don't have any extra HDMI ports. But I am going to get myself like a small TV specifically to play like my PlayStation on, um, and to keep. My, I, I'll probably end up just getting a, uh, another computer monitor with with two HDMI ports uh, that I can use also. You know, for for computer and then PlayStation um, that I can keep. You know, in my in my game center. You know, because I don't I don't play my PlayStation enough because it's it's just not in a convenient location right now. Um, but but I'll probably get a Chromecast too to to put on the TV for like I said multimedia purposes. It's a it's a very very cool device. Yeah, seems it. Yeah, um, Viking Battle of Asgard. Uh, I have no experience with that game. I I I know the name, but that's it. Um, it'd be interesting to see if if they did, to, or maybe it might, it might also be the situation where some of the Kingdoms of Amalur developers went because yeah. I think. 38 studios closed fairly shortly after that game came out. I want to say it was like a month even after, after it came out or two months, it was very close. Maybe they, a lot of those expatriated to whatever studio made uh Viking battle of Asgard. Um, because, I mean, we've seen that with a few different games, uh, Shadows of Mordor, for one thing, looks exactly like, like, like Assassin's Creed, <laughs> yes, but a lot of the head designers are former Ubisoft employees. So we'll there's have to a look into that, that for next week. Yeah. I'll, I'll have to try and remember. Uh, New York City Football Club. That's awesome. I hadn't heard that. David Villa is a big name. Uh, I mean, like he said, he is past his prime, but that is a big name mm-hmm. regardless. And it's exciting to see these guys come over here, even though it is, you know, later on in their careers. Like Henri's been over here for a few years now, and um, David Villa. There's a couple other guys that are talking about probably coming over. Um, I think they're talking about a team in Orlando. Mm-hmm. I know David Beckham's buying a team in Miami, but I guess they're talking about one in Orlando too. That another couple of former really good players who are, you know, in the twilight of their career now, are talking about coming over here. Hopefully, at some point, we can coax some guys while they're still in the twilight in the, the the meat of their career to come over here. But yeah. uh, that's cool. That's a big name to get over here. So what what New York City Football Club is. Is that what the Red Bulls are going to turn into, or is no, that new team? New team. It's an expansion club. They're starting next season. I think they're owned by Manchester City and the Yankees. Wow, it's a partnership, so they'll have money. 
<laughs> yeah, because Man- isn't Manchester the most wealthy sports franchise in the whole world? That might be United. Oh, There's Manchester City, City. United. Okay, gotcha. But City's got a ton of money. And the Yankees are up there. Yeah. <laughs> so. City's sponsored by Etihad Airways? Is okay. that Airways? I don't know. They've got a shit ton of money. They buy players. Right. But... No, I'm actually pretty excited that uh, New York City's getting a team. They're going to play at Yankee Stadium for the first few years. Oh, wow. That's cool. And then they're going to build a, a stadium near Yankee Stadium. Uh-huh. So. They'll tear down some, some projects and yeah. build a new stadium. Yeah, I think uh, a soccer team would do well there with the right in the city the mixed community, you know. Oh yeah, a lot of you know, yeah, because uh, you know you get a lot of like immigration from yeah. from uh, c- Central and South America. The the people that watch a lot of soccer, right? They'll pr- they'll probably probably love that, you know. Yeah. Um, I think there was another thought I had for that. Is it Will sleeping? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've heard it all, folks. <laughs> Hey, Will. Yeah. You doing all right I'm over still, there? Yeah, I'm still here. I'm uh, exhausted, though. We know you're still here. You we can, heard you snoring. You, 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 you can peace out if you want. No, we're almost done. Okay. Um, Dang it. Where was where was I? Oh, we were just talking. Well, uh, he thought he wanted to talk about watchdogs after that, right? That was the last thing? Yes. I don't think there was anything in More realistic um, in terms of people getting sent. You know, not killing 500 people at a time. And it's not just people. It's it's police officers, too. How long do you think you <laughs> would last if you if you took out that many police officers? Right. Uh, not very long, I don't think. That was another gripe that Giant Bomb had. Um, they basically knew Aiden Pierce's name, mm-hmm. kind of, and they just couldn't find him. They never thought to stake out his sister's house. Yeah. No, that's a good point. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, but... I always go back to the the suspension of disbelief. Yeah. It's like a movie, you know. Yeah. You gotta just kind of go with some of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Do you, I mean, how do you think heavy rain like fits into that? Like, like you said, you know, there, there's killing seems to be a lot more meaningful. Um, is it just because you know the characters better? I think I know the part that he's talking about, and I didn't kill that person. Mm-hmm. Um. Heavy Rain was just such a cool game because, like he said, it was just so different the yeah. way they went about everything. Um, but at the same time, the Heavy Rain main character was anything but a badass. Right. He's kind of a dorky guy. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I I don't know. It, it's it's We definitely need to see some different things go on in games anymore because it right. is getting a bit stale. Yeah. A lot of the genres are yep. getting pretty stale, really. Yep. Um. Heavy Rain was something different and new. They tried to do something different and new again with Beyond. I think they kind of missed the mark a little bit with that yeah. one. But uh, I think that's why people are latching onto indie games. That's the only yeah. only uh, medium where you're Fresh you're idea. getting new ideas. Yeah, for the most part. But There's... I mean, Bethesda's putting that free to play game out. That yeah. looks pretty different. Um, we'll see what happens. Ubisoft here. is doing their UBR framework games. Which are, are you know fucking excited? For yeah, the next Child one. of Light was great. Valiant yeah. Hearts looks fantastic. Yeah. So. Well, we'll see what happens. I agree with him on yeah. that, though. Yeah, and it, for me, it's not even like I said the the whole. I mean, you wouldn't last too long if you killed a bunch of civilians either. But the you know killing a bunch of uh, police officers <laughs> and being able to get away just by driving fast—that's uh, just not going to happen. Or in, hiding on a train in, in a tunnel in Chicago, <laughs> yeah. of all places, you might be able to get away with that for a little bit. 
uh, in, in a rural area, but there's, I mean, there's no place to hide in Chicago. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. I think that's all we got, Put a right? bow on it. Yeah. Call it a night. Tuck Will in. Uh, for yeah. next <laughs> for next week's episode, uh, we're either looking at probably earlier in the week or maybe Sunday. Yeah. Uh, we I think we decided Thursday, Friday, Saturday are no good. Um, so we'll, we'll keep you posted. Our episode's going to be on Mario Kart. It's episode 150, uh, which is which is exciting. So I don't think we're doing anything special, at least not as of yet. Milestone. Yeah. So, yeah, that'll do it for episode 149 of Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Well, Corey. Thanks for, <laughs> thanks for listening, and get out of my basement. Yeah!